got Ben Saxon today. What's going on? What's going on, man? So how's college going? College is good. College is good. So now you're from New York. You grew up in New York, right? Yes. What part of New York? Long Island. And then how how was that growing up there in Long Island? It was fun. But uh, listen, set aside all the cold and everything else, Long Island's a great place to grow up. You know, it's a good community. Um, great, great people that you can meet. Um, I had a lot of good friends growing up. Um, and it's definitely tight-knit. You know, you, you meet a lot of people. And uh, you become close to those people over the years. And then once that, you know, expands, you move on otherwise. Like, I came down here to Florida, and I love it. When did you come down here to Florida? Uh, I was I moved down here in August of 2021, and I've been here ever since. 2021. What do you think of the new, what, mayor or governor that's in there now? Ron DeSantis? No, no, in uh, New York. Oh, Eric Adams. Eric Adams. Uh, what yeah, do you think? Because no, no, no. people initially had, like, good hopes for him. Well, you know why everyone had good hopes for him? No. It's because he was, you know, he, he plays the card that he was a cop. And that's why he, everyone thinks that, well, not everyone. I should I should take that back and say that he thought he was going to be a good mayor because he thought that the PBA of the NYPD was going to endorse him. But that well, that wasn't the case. You know, he, he, he's definitely, uh, he's pro, pro, you know, against gun, he's against gun violence. He's definitely pro cop in a way, but at the same time, he shares the same views that, uh, de Blasio did. And that was no good. Well, how can he be pro cop if he's still got that $900 thing you can steal and everything else to fund him? I mean, now they're trying to change that, but they're trying to change it. Um, but you know, with his, uh, with his laws and philosophies, I really don't think that much is going to get done. They just put a, uh, a new anti-gun um, squad on the street, and uh, we'll see how that does. But, you know, because they, when de Blasio was in, they took out the um, the anti-crime unit, right? And that's when crime in New York skyrocketed with all the riots and everything else, and they were having uh, a lot of shootings, a lot of robberies. Those numbers went through the roof. Now, Eric Adams is in. He's trying to put that anti-gun um, squad out and see how they do. But, you know, hopefully it cleans up a little bit. So... Now he's on, but he's still doing the max, the mask, mask thing. So if you're an athlete, you don't need to have the mask. Well, but if you're going to school, you still do. Which I think is BS. That's crazy. It's it, it's crazy because guess what? You could be an athlete. You could, you could be, you know, in Miami as you know, say on the Miami Marlins. You come to the Mets, right? Now you say you're not vaccinated. You don't have to get vaccinated. But someone who works in the business industry or as a police officer or a first responder, they have to be vaccinated. They, they, they were losing their jobs over not getting vaccinated, which is total ludicrous. It's right. Total so ludicrous. the only thing he changed was that the athletes could come in unvaccinated and Correct. play because the state was probably losing a lot of – or, you know, the the teams were Sports losing a lot of money because, yeah. like, Kyrie Irving can play. Correct. And whoever else – A lot of guys in the Mets were refusing to get vaccinated. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He likes them. He's yeah. a big Mets big fan. Met, big Mets guy. Yeah. Hey, pull up that slide about Newark because maybe you can relate to it. I, I saw it. I, I'm not 100% sure it's real, but it, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, can you pull that up a little bit, Rob? Um, <clears throat> can, can you read that, Rob? Accurate. It says, at our regularly scheduled meeting of February 16, 2022, a motion was was brought second and passed regarding domestic pets residing within the city of Auburn. You know where Auburn is? No. Okay. A concerned citizen addressed the city council in August 2021 and again in, 2000, or in November 21. Her concern was that domestic animals with exposed genitals, huh. her concern was shared by many. It, it is an uncomfortable and difficult situation for a parent or grandparent or guardian to have to explain to the ward 
when they are questioned about a canine feline genitals. Whatever. So the whole thing is, is that this lady is basically saying, and do you know who Michael Quill is? No. It's not the New York City it's, mayor. <laughs> that's not New York? No, it's some of that. Auburn's got to be upstate because it's, res- if you see uh, up there, it says upstate New York. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, it's got to be up, and then it says New England state. So that's got to be somewhere upstate New York, closer to the New England area. Look, read the rest of that, Ben. The New England states have made it mandatory that our domestic animals wear pants to cover their genitals, <laughs> protect them from the elements, and to deter unwanting mating. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, do you think that, that, that sounds really ludicrous to me? I think it's legit. You think it was legit? on TMZ? I mean, I I don't know. They usually don't. They're pretty legit. I mean, I mean even crazy. though they're like gossipy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, TMZ is pretty legit. Yeah. No, but that reading that just goes to show that this is the year twenty twenty. <laughs> this is not what time used to be. That you, you think that's legit? I mean, nowadays yeah. it's not like impossible to yeah. believe that it is. I definitely think it's legit and. Uh, what else is there to say? I don't, There's nothing. I don't even know how to explain, explain something it. like that. So Ben, it, you're still in college, right? Correct. You have to. Rob has to tell you this story about what his son encountered in school. Mm-hmm. And how old is your son? Eight, nine. Uh, he's uh, twelve. Twelve. He's the older. That's the older one, right? Like, younger, younger one. Probably should know this. Young, younger one. Yeah. Uh, I won't go to schools or anything like that. But uh, he had a teacher who came in one day and said, "I just want to." Um, Mr. Let's just say Smith. We'll just use the name Smith. Um, called him Mr. Smith all year, and uh, came in and says, "You know, I, you guys, I need you guys to call me Mix, like M I X, the word Mix Smith." <laughs> Don't understand this. Kids are confused. Mr. Smith, Mix Smith. Okay, so they call him Mix Smith because he doesn't want to be identified as either or <laughs> in school. But then he, but then he rapper. Oh. But you're yeah. Yeah, he see, he yelled at him uh, because he said Mister, and uh, so I sent an email that said, "Dear Mister Smith," <laughs> as you should. So, the you know he he's a guy, and his son said Mister Smith like he had been for the How, the earlier part yeah, of the year. And of one day, this guy wakes up and decides he doesn't want to be labeled either or, mm-hmm. and now he's reprimanding a twelve year old kid for saying Mister. Well, that's what I say all the time is you know. The school system, since I've been young, I've noticed it, that you have no say in a school district. If someone wants, if a teacher wants to do something, it's their rules, nothing else applies. I've had problems in the school district. This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to MonsterEnergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the Beast. Monster and great teachers, and I've had teachers that I despise because of their philosophies on things. They come out. You go to school to learn, right? That's the one agenda that school is there for to learn things. But you have teachers who will push younger kids to learn their agenda of politics and this and that. And not all kids who are young, whether they're 12 or 18, not all of them know about politics. So, you know, they think that you're in school to learn. So now you're brainwashing 
you know, say Democratic or Republican views, doesn't matter. They're going to soak that in like a sponge and they're going to start to adapt to that and learn, okay, this is the right way because this is what school taught me. It should not be pushed. Like, what? And then the whole thing why are kids in kindergarten who should be learning the alphabet, learning about what gender they are, what gender to be, that, that, should not be it's, even a thing. It, it's mind blowing. It's it no. It's, it's more mind than blowing. That. It's more. And than it's that. probably just going to get worse. Yeah. So now you move down here, and then when you move down here, are you done with high school? Uh, I was. No, I was out of high school. You uh, Yeah, I was out of high school. Uh, I've been out of high school for four years now. Okay. So uh, for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four years. But um, there were some you know, back home, there. back home, we had uh, you know, COVID, and then first year of college. Um, I just stay home due to a stomach issue I have. Right. So, and now, when did you know that you had the the stomach issue? Um, about senior year, well, junior year, going to senior year high school. Uh, high school, yeah. And, and that's what the uh, ulcer. How do you say it? Altered, ulcerative ul- colitis. Colitis, right? Yeah, that and was th- tough. And that's um, you have to watch what you eat like crazy. No, and, no, I. You know, the doctor says I'm not supposed to eat corn, um, stuff like that that you can't digest. Peanuts. I eat it. I'm fine. Um, I never really had an issue with stuff that I ate that, you know, aggravated my stomach. What, what really sets that off? <sighs> Mostly, I would say stress. Really? That's, you know, it, 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 um, I would say stress is really where it came from, I think. Um, but otherwise, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's not really, it's on, un- it's an unpredictable thing that kind of emerges up slowly and then it, you know, really hits you hard. So now you get this your senior year of high school. Yeah, it was when my you realize se- it. Yeah, it was my senior year. And that was when you were diagnosed with it. Um, unfortunately, I was misdiagnosed Ugh. twice. Um, I had multiple hospital trips, which resulted in the problem getting worse. Unfortunately. So you went the first time to the hospital, and what did what they tell you? It well, was? they told me that it was um, a bacterial infection called C diff. <laughs> so they put me on prednisone. They put me on nice. a bunch of different medications. Did you blow up like a balloon from that? It only made me worse. Yeah. You know, I lo- in it. In it the prednisone made me lose weight because yeah. you know it stunts your hunger it stunts a bunch of things and i was just going to the bathroom like excessive amount of times a day and it was just really painful and it was brutal it was brutal so then you go back and you say hey look fuckhead this isn't what i have this is just making me worse yeah. and then what's the well, second to, diagnosis well i had to go to a different hospital right so i went to a different hospital and they said the same thing because you know you go for the stool sample the stool sample comes back they diagnosed the c diff correctly that was the first part of it, but they didn't they didn't find the colitis because I didn't go for a colonoscopy. I was never sent for a colonoscopy, so they thought it was just a bacterial infection, like it'll get better through the prednisone, you'll stunt the you know, the inflammation, and then you'll come back and you'll be fine. But it just resulted in my problem getting worse. Because I was you know, and I was taking ibuprofen to stunt the pain because the pain was crucial. And then um come after my diagnosis, they said that, you know, Ibuprofen is probably the worst thing you could could have taken for it because it just but tears you know up what? your stomach. Yeah, right? but you yeah. would have never knew. You know, you're trying to take something to ease the pain, but you're making it worse. Right. So now, when when you go in there, don't you think they should have done a colonoscopy and everything else at that once time? At your I didn't age? know. Um, and then I went to a specialist, and the specialist, you know, recommended me go for a colonoscopy and endoscopy. So they put me to sleep, and then that's when I got diagnosed. Um, but pr- right prior, before I was diagnosed, was at the height of it when I was in the hospital, I was admitted for a couple of days. I was on the morphine drip and, um, and then, you know, I left, that was actually on Christmas. 
I was oh. there Christmas Eve. I was there two days before Christmas, Christmas Eve, and Christmas mornings when I left. It was the happiest day of my life <laughs> at that hospital, let me tell you. But uh, they would put me on a med- uh, medication called Flagyl, and I was at um, I was at work um, after the colonoscopy when I got admitted. It was New Year's Eve, and I was projectile vomiting from this medication. Wow. And so it was, I was throwing up so much that it got down to me throwing up bile. So I stopped taking the medication. I mean, they tried everything. I was at a low dosage of a medication called mesmaline. I was on prednisone. Um, they wanted me to take the depositories. They wanted me to take, uh, they wanted me to up the dosage of the mesmaline. Nothing worked. The mesmaline worked for a little bit, but then again, it got worse. So that's when they, um, I went for another test and they put me on a medication called Humira. And I've been on that for about two years. And ever since then, I've been good. Now, when you say pain, well, what do you mean pain? What, what, what's like the worst pain? Is it cramps or? So it's, like-, um, like I explained to everyone, if you took a knife and shoved it in my abdominal area and twisted it around, that's what that feels like. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an excruciating pain where you just want to crawl up in a ball and say, I don't want to move. Cause, and, and the problem is, is like people don't understand this and it's, and it's a very difficult um, way to explain it because you, you don't understand my perspective of it, that when you're out in public, say I'm driving and I've had plenty of these incidents before, you know, I'd be driving and all of a sudden you get like if someone punched in the gut after eating a full meal, right? What do you got to do? You got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'd had many encounters where I'm driving and I got to pull over and try to find a bathroom, whether it's late at night, early in the morning, mid afternoon, it doesn't matter. And I've had multiple altercations with people because they wouldn't let me use the bathroom. And I'm like, listen, if I don't use the bathroom, my pants are going to be in the bathroom. Please, you know. And there would be times where it's like you can't control your anger because of how bad the issue was. And I've I've had a couple of fights with people because they wouldn't let me use the bathroom. Sure, sure. Now, at your age, you know, senior in high school, you're you're supposed to be going on spring break. You're playing baseball. Now, how do you mentally and emotionally handle that? Me, I'm a, I'm a very competitive person, so I played through a lot of pain, and I didn't let it bother me. I mean, I was, I would say that problem was, it was eating away at me. You know, I was losing close to 40, 50 pounds. Wow. And, you know, I was skinny as a pole, you know, and it was definitely, um, it was definitely mentally exhausting, but I kind of made the best of it, and I was strong enough to keep pushing, and, you know, I, I, I look at it all the time, like, as it's life. You know, if you have, if you have a hardship or a downfall, you got to build up stronger. So I did everything I could. I was, you know, working out, I was eating what I was supposed to be eating. I was doing everything I could and it was definitely difficult, but I, I managed to uh, get what I had to get done, done. Especially when you're going to doctors and they're misdiagnosing you, giving you the wrong medication. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's not like this, you know, I just call it colitis, but it's not like this hasn't it's not like this is something new. This no. has been around a long time. It's been around a long time. And I think they were trying to avoid the Humera because of how young I was. Because, um, you know, it, it really uh, it really puts a hard impact yeah. on your immune system. Yeah. You know, I have the immune system probably of a 75-year-old. Yeah. But, I mean, granted, I'm okay. I'm good. And that's all that matters to me, you know? Well, drink some cabbage juice so you're not fucking, <laughs> so it's not 125 fucking years old before yeah. you know it. Yeah. No, that really will work. Yeah. Did you look that up? Yeah, yeah. I no, you didn't. Fucking I mean, lying, motherfucker. You didn't look that shit up. You didn't look it up for two seconds. I looked it up when I... Uh, Your nose, you're going to be Pinocchio in about two minutes. <laughs> you didn't look it up. It's all right. But it worked, though. It yeah. will. Yeah. Then you go to college, 
And now by the time you get to college, is, is this corrected? Well, my first year of college, it wasn't. That's when I had another flare-up, and that's when I was in the hospital. And I'm going to tell you the problem that I had with my first year of college. So halfway through college, it was great. Um, I stayed at home just now, to Excuse make me to interrupt you, but are no, you playing no. baseball the first year of college no. too? No, not no. yet. So okay. this is – I was going to use it as a redshirt year. Okay. Um, to get healthy, train, get my weight back up to where I'm supposed to be so I can go to a good school where I wanted to go. So I was at a community college. I was taking um, – I took a couple, uh, couple of criminal law classes um, – and you know I enjoyed going to school because this wasn't high school. You know I'm learn. I'm what I like. I'm learning. So it's you know I'm learning the law of New York State. I'm learning police. Um, you know requirements and all. That. I'm learning a bunch of stuff and I'm I'm enjoying it. So about three quarters of the year go by in the school semester, and I start getting sick again. And I had to go to the hospital. So I was in the hospital for a couple of days, but it was finals week. <laughs> So I emailed my professors and said, hey, listen, you know, you think you could email me the finals so I could do them? I'm in the hospital. Nope. No? Nope. No exceptions. So, yeah, I failed, uh, failed four classes, and that followed me for a long time. So I just got those corrected. Um, you, it was almost it, to the point where I had to hire an attorney because it was so bad that it was follow- those Fs on my transcript followed me. And I'm not a dummy. You know, I'm, no. I could say probably I'm not a dummy, I, and I enjoy putting pride into my work. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that, that followed me. I mean, my GPA, you have to have certain requirements to meet the NCAA or the NJCAA, whatever baseball you're playing in college, you have to meet those requirements. And I was not meeting those requirements because of that first semester in school. And over, like, you know, since that problem has been fixed, I've had great grades. I've been doing good. So if you're on your deathbed and you can't make it to class, they'll fail you? Failed. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Dude. Well, you, you, it's not like you were like drunk and making no. up some excuse. You were in the hospital. Well, that's right. And you know what the problem is? Is if you don't, <laughs> the fuck? well, they expect you to withdraw from the class. <laughs> so you have a withdrawal date, which is say a quarter of the semester. And then so, if you withdraw, then what happens? You get a W. You don't get the F. You get a W. So it's not affecting your GPA, but you're still paying for the class. So why don't you just withdraw? Because it was too, you have a withdrawal date. You have to withdraw before that specific date. Oh, there's like date. a deadline. Yeah, there's a deadline to withdraw. God, but they should have looked and said, man, the guy's in the hospital with, you know. I know. Well, I, and I went up to the academic dean and, uh, you know, there was some arguments. But I got <laughs> some of them. Were, I got I got one or two classes that actually helped me out. And then the one professor, you know, he was gone for the summer. He didn't want to help me out. He didn't care, so. Plus, you know, in their defense in a way, you know, then if they do help you out, then they got to deal with the other people that don't want to help you out yeah. and they have to go back to that job. Exactly. You know, you but know. Yeah. what are you going to do? You yeah. got through it. Exactly. So now for someone else who has that type of problem or anything like that, just trying to get to where you are now and further, mm-hmm. how would you, what, what advice would you give them to get through it? Because so, I, because you know, you're you're strong. You have a good family, which we will get to, and a good background. But yeah. not everybody has the type of you know old school upbringing that like you had, I had, Rob had. You know, so imagine if you didn't have the upbringing that you had. Whew. So, the way I put it in perspective is, if I went back into my shoes right now, when I had this problem emerging, you know, knowing what I know now, you definitely have to. You can't mess around. You gotta you gotta seek the best doctor you can possibly seek when it comes to like an issue. Well, you know, it was my first real encounter with the hospital. You know, I've had stitches, a broken finger, but nothing major like you know as the problem I have now. So, going back to my problem is if I were in the shoes I'm in now, 
I would have definitely, you know, been more assertive towards asking them, hey, listen, you know, just to be safe, can we, you know, go about producing these tests, you know, just to make sure, you know, because, you know, I've had a problem in the past, da, da, da. But at that time, I didn't know. I was still a young kid. You know, yeah, I was only 17. Yeah, you're, you know? you're 17 years old. You're not thinking, uh, you know, maybe I should go home and look up what this could be. Well, exactly. You know, what I, mean? you know I, I saw a bunch of different things. You know, I'm sitting there on my phone, like, looking, you know, what is this? What is this? What is this? But then you self-diagnose yourself in 20 different ways that yeah, Google shows hell, you. Yeah. You don't know what the hell's going on. You become a hypochondriac. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the best thing, whenever you have a problem, go to the PCP, but then don't listen to a fucking thing he says. Yeah. See what he says, go home, fuck the referral, yeah. look it up yourself, figure out, you know, what, whatever yeah. it is, find the best doctor yep. that there is yeah. and go to that. But here's the thing. Because otherwise you're just going to go to 10 other ones that even, are going to tell you bullshit. Even the, the most, I should have, I, you know, I waited too long, I think, to go to the doctor because um, I thought it would naturally resolve itself because I didn't know what it was. Now, knowing what I know now, any little thing that I ever have wrong, I'd be proactive and go to the doctors immediately because you don't know. Yeah. You know? The, the one thing I'll say about my dad, and he and I don't get along very well, but he's probably the only Italian guy I know that goes to the doctor. He goes all the time. Yeah. And he's 83. I mean, he's fucked up now, but yeah. he's 83, still working. Yeah, that's Every, every day he goes, but whenever... He would feel bad. He would just go to the doctor to make sure, blood test. He's also a hypochondriac, I guess, <laughs> that he tries to have. But he would go all the time. That way, whenever something hit him, he could catch it quick. Well, exactly. I mean? But that's, you know, that's smart. So if you're younger and you're in high school and you got a problem, go. Go. Go and don't, don't look Don't back. wait and don't think it's just yeah. like a, a, a finger that needs a stitch because you never know. Right, exactly. Right? And mean, you were able to beat it or get this far. You didn't beat it, but I you were able it, to. I'm, get, I'm able. I'm grateful getting to through be, it. Yes. Right? I'm grateful to be where I am today. You know. Now talk a little bit about your family because you know I always tell you when we talk, you have one hell of a fucking head on your shoulders. I especially that. for what you got around you this yeah. generation, which we always talk about too. Yeah, this generation is. Uh, so uh, your mom and dad, what did they do? So my father has been part of the Nassau County Police Department going on 30 years. Um, and my mother, she handles insurance claims for a private company called Gallagher Bassett Services. And they both work. Um, and they're very hardworking people. And, I, you know, I definitely have both. I mean, I, off of both of them, I've definitely it rubbed off on me to learn, you know, hard work pays with reward. So that's definitely where I got my hard work ethic from. And, and it also, from what you've told me, they don't just hand you shit. You got to work for it. Yeah. You Regardless know, they, of what they have yes. or what they don't have, you have to work for the things you yes. get. Yes, there's definitely, you know, they've definitely helped me out over the past. They've given me a lot of stuff where, you know, I can help myself, but that's why I'm so grateful. You know, um, they've gone out of their way to invest money and time into what I love the most, and it's definitely helped me over time, you know, be where I am today. But I've noticed that. They do, but they don't spoil you. Yeah. They give you Correct. just enough. Correct. But not too much. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. That, did your dad say anything really? You ever hear any stories from your dad from 30 years in Nassau County? Oh, I've heard a lot of stories. Anything good that you could regurgitate? Probably that not. That wouldn't get him in trouble? Nah. Right. Probably not. We'll, we'll wait till later. Yeah. I'm sure you heard some crazy Wait till shit. retirement. <laughs> you know? 30 years. How much long? Now, did they fuck with his pay? No. No, no, no. He, no, no. He, no, because he's in Nassau. Nassau County is east of New York City, just east of uh, Queens. So when he was working in a town called Westbury, it borders Queens. So you know there was times where, say, a motor vehicle accident or something, something small like that, or even something big, you know, you'd come into contact with the NYPD. You know, because it's on the border. So uh, 
<clears throat> right now he's in police headquarters and he works for a specialized unit called MAO, which is the medical administration office. So he administers drug tests and stuff like that to the police officers. And, uh, you know, he's, he's good where he's at. He likes what he's doing. He gets good hours and, uh, he plans on retiring by the end of this year. Does he? Yeah. He's had enough of all this crazy yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to move down here, you know? So now <clears throat> you're in college, you're playing baseball, you kind of have, uh, you know, the situation are under control. Now, now, when you're playing, th- does it ever pop up where you have that uh, knife in your stomach feeling? No. Does Thank it, God. When it does, does it paralyze you where you can't move or you can fight through it if you want to? I through? fight through it. I've Listen, there's times where I've had that problem. I've gone to baseball and pitched an entire game. You know, I've had many of those. <laughs> listen, I senior year, it was freezing cold. It was probably March or April, one of those cold days, and I had a game against, uh, we played a town called Hills East. Pitched. Six of the seven innings did great. I came off the mound. I told my parents, I got to go to the hospital. It's time. (laughs) I couldn't do it anymore. I was sitting there like, you know, I'm like bending over, like pushing my hand into my stomach because the pain was just excruciating. And I went to the hospital right after the game. Well, you know what they say, what doesn't uh, defeat you will make you stronger. stronger. What doesn't beat you will make you stronger. That's right. So then, where where does this uh, criminal law come into? Because that's what you're you're taking in college in case the baseball doesn't work out. So, um, you know, hearing like you know all the stories or whatever my father does, it interests me. And growing up, it just that's something besides baseball and besides weightlifting that seeks my interest. And I love reading about it. Um, I read a book actually um, not too long ago that I really enjoyed. I watched his documentary. Um, the guy I was telling you about, Ralph Friedman, mm-hmm. great book. Um, but just learning about the way that police operations are handled and the law and all that stuff, it just seeks my interest. So I said, you know, that's, that's what I want to do. And, um, I love, I'm a people person. I love being around people all day long and I love helping people. It's something that's, uh, I'm grateful for being able to have is that trait. So that's what I wanted to do. I definitely wanted to follow my father's footsteps and, uh, you know, uh, seek a career in law enforcement and do the best I can with that. Why don't you be a lawyer so me and Rob have lawyers? <laughs> I think you'd be a good lawyer because you're very analytic. Everyone tells me that. And, but but the, you, you're going to have to argue a lot, which I don't think I'm you'd have a problem that. with arguing. I'm good at that. Believe me when I tell you I'm good at that. And you don't have to worry about getting shot if you you go up to a— uh, See, I don't care uh, about that. You don't care about that until you get shot. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you're going to care about that. <laughs> and then your attitude is going to be different when you're walking up but to you the know car. But you know what I say all the time is— when people tell me that, I say, I don't care about that. But you know why you don't care about that? It's because when you take that oath to protect and serve well, the community, as a police officer, you run towards the fight and not away from it. Well, if you have that attitude and that's what you believe, then a police officer would be good for you. That's because true. if you know what you're getting into, then okay. Yeah, I still I still want you to be a lawyer so we can I, hire you. <laughs> maybe, maybe like a fucking lawsuit. Or I know. I see. But that's the thing. It's like I'd have to go to more school. <laughs> yeah, because lawyer, lawyer, how many how many years is lawyer? Six, six, seven, seven. seven? You have to, yeah, to be a fucking lawyer. Yeah, you got to go to law school. Well, you got to. It's a big process because you got to go. You got to get your bachelor's and you got. You have to get your bachelor's and master's. Bachelor's and and then the bar. Yeah. Then well, you got to pass the. Bar. Well, there's a bunch of tests before the bar. I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of schooling. But if you're good though, it's fucking. If it's good, yeah. If you're good for it, me. Yeah. Did your uh, Did your dad? Have to go to nine eleven when nine eleven happened. I don't know. Uh, he was yeah he was uh he was called on he wasn't in uh Lower Manhattan where it happened but he was definitely he was on call there yeah yeah somewhere I don't know exactly yeah, where. Yeah. What's your thoughts on nine eleven? Nine eleven. It was a terrorist attack. It was bad. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't uh, think there was any government involved in it no. at all? No. 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 Definitely. But not. they just used the situation to go in to get uh Saddam. 
Uh, oh, Bin Laden. Too. No, no, no. Oh, 9-11, 9-11, oh. yeah. When they, because remember Bush Sr. wanted yeah, to get yeah, well, Saddam. Wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they declared war. That was their reasoning to declare war on, you know, the, um, the Middle East. But 9-11 and, you know, being in Florida is not everyone understand. Like, if you're not from New York, you really don't understand how, I mean, some people do, but when you're from New York is, and you know people from your town, you know relatives that were in 9-11, whether it's law enforcement, fire department, EMS, first responders, or people who were there that witnessed it, people don't really understand the severity of how bad it really was. You know? And you were there, right? Well, I was only one. You were only one, but your but, dad your dad could yeah, tell you everything. Yeah, my parents, came, you know, my parents, my grandparents, they were... Wow, you're only one? Yeah, I was like, a, man, was I, a right year old? I was driving cars for man on auto action when you were it fucking. It was five. It was five days after my first birthday. Wow. Yeah. Where so, where were you when nine eleven happened? I was in uh, second period history class, tenth grade. Were you? And the uh, teacher came in. He's a real history buff. He's like, we got to put on the TV. Plane just hit the World Trade Center. He goes, "This is history, guys. This is history. Their kids are your kids are going to read about." And he was right. Yeah, yeah I, I was driving uh, part. I was still in high school. I was driving part time for Man on Auto Auction, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Yeah. So we'd have a lot, and you would drive the cars up for Exotic Day. Yeah, <clears throat> at nighttime you would drive maybe like thirty miles to Mannheim, and then drive the car to park it for the lane the next day. Yeah, and on nine eleven, I was listening to Howard Stern like I always did at that time, uh-huh. and it was like boom. Everything stopped. Robin came on. Yeah. No commercials, and they were like, "There's one, two. We got word the Pentagon, and yeah. then the other one, yeah. and all four. And it was like, but see, you know, man. over time that I've been in, you know, school and whatever, you learn about it. But then when you hear people who have been there, I've met a lot of people who were first responders in 9/11, and it's it's nuts. It's just it was terrible. And you not, know? none of them think there was any, not conspiracy wise, not conspiracy them, theories, but you know, it was really more of like you know. Taliban needs to pay for this kind of thing. That's really where it was like, st- like stood towards. Um, I've heard, you know, you hear everyone with conspiracy theories that says, oh yeah, maybe Bush did it to do this, do that. But me personally, I just think it was a terrorist attack. Yeah. You know, but it's just terrible that something like that had to happen. But it's, you know, I I went to a um, a pro police rally in October of 2020, and the president of the pba of new york city police department his name is patty lynch and he you know he he gave a whole speech about 9-11 and said that he was on his way to work one day when this happened and suffolk county is the furthest east county on long island and then it's nassau and then it goes to the city which is queens and he said he was driving to work that day to go to lower manhattan and there was a suffolk county car in queens and then he saw a nassau county car in queens and he goes at first he thought they were lost but he goes, no, they weren't lost. They were there to do what they had to do, you know. And that's, um, that's like, the way he worded everything, because he's a very, very good speaker. If you listen to him, you can hear him speak. He's very assertive. He's very pro-cop. He's very pro-Trump, all that stuff. The way that he spoke, you know, it made your, like, you got the goosebumps from it because you hear about the, the problem. Like, you know, there was guys who saw people jumping out of buildings. Yeah, you know, when that, you were, that like, if you were there... That. If you were there, people were jumping out of buildings, you know, dead bodies. You know, it's a lot. That's a lot. So, uh, you know, you learn about it. You hear stories, and it's definitely um, it's definitely a heartbreaking situation. I remember that when I had gotten back, and they were going to clips. I mean, 
they because it was so it was live. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they they weren't ready. You know, when they would go to different cameras, mm-hmm. I mean, you could see the guy like literally jumping off, and then they would quick, you know, yeah. go to camera seven or eight, and that guy's jumping off. I mean, it, yeah. I'm not joking. I mean, that yeah. guy was uh, that, not that guy. Other guy. guys who ran in there to death. That's like you know, there's yeah. videos of you know, there's like videos that are coming out recently. Recently, yeah, yeah, I've seen some videos on uh, TikTok of like firemen running the buildings, and you hear like the alarms going off, and they're running up the escalator to try to get up to the hundredth floor. You yeah. know, there's guys who ran up, God only knows how many steps of stairs, and to try to save people. I mean, those people ran to their death. It's crazy. What I couldn't understand though is how it how it blew up. How it how it because it blew up from the bottom. Well, when, no, when it, you watch it go down, that hat. If it would hit from the top, yeah, why would it come down I, from the bottom? Like well, they that? said they said that the way that, and I'm not being some fucking no, no, crazy yeah, of course they said they ass. said that the way the building was designed, that it was caused to because uh, it was so tall. Those buildings were the tallest buildings in Manhattan, right? You know, so the way that they were designed, it was supposed to go with the wind, and the staircases were the stronghold of the building. So they said that the rest of the building was pretty weak. So that's why the building couldn't withdraw like the explosion from the plane itself. So it collapsed. So basically, those buildings were built kind of to fall like that, no matter where Correct. they got hit, Correct. even if it would look from the bottom, so yeah. that because it's in a tight area, right? So yeah, if it Logan falls this way, it's, it's going to smash well, it. I mean, other buildings got pretty, pretty damaged. I mean, it looks like a war zone down there. If you see pictures, you know. Um, but I mean, had they not, if that's true and they built it like that, they were, had it been built differently they were and the plane goes come, in yes. and hits it this way and then falls over that way, yes. then it's going to hit. I mean, there were, there were tall rectangles, so they were they were built to implode inwards. Yeah. So they collapsed inwards, both buildings. That makes sense, right, Rob? Yeah. The stronghold of those buildings was the elevator and the stairwells. Those are the strongholds of those buildings. So, you know, it's like it's, it's, it's such a, there were such tall buildings that they were, like I said, they were taught to sway with the wind. A lot, okay. uh, you know, a lot of architecture in New York City is like that. Now, all these people could, with their conspiracy about the way it popped, yeah. you never hear maybe it was built to fall like that ever. What that was meant to fall, as in implode? Yeah, like because implode because hours. a lot of the when that first happened, and even a decade after it happened, when they started coming with a lot of hypotheses, right? Yeah, a lot of it nobody could figure out why. It, the way it went down from the bottom yeah, because it, was, it looked like there would that would mean that there's a bomb at the bottom in the like the parking garage that would blow it up you know um but never once did somebody come with a theory that you just came with whether that's accurate or not it that would make sense if it is accurate why it dropped the way it yeah. did yeah well that's why they said that's why they said it dropped like that i mean there was a couple i mean was it 90 uh was it 93 99 that there was two attempts yeah there was two attempts there was a car the a bomb. car bomb in the parking lot in the parking garage mm-hmm. and there was one other i think yeah, two definitely. So maybe one explosion. Maybe that, I think maybe one that was weakened explosion. it then, and they didn't really yeah fix it enough. Or... Now, do you think they had the intel, and they didn't? They weren't a part of it, but they had the intel and kind of looked the other way, so that if it did happen, then they would have a reason See, to I don't go know if into. They would have the intel, honestly. No, because think about would, it. Well, think about the technology increase from who was in there then? 2000, <laughs> 2001 to prior years, because there was no airport security. The cabins on the planes didn't lock. Prior to 9-11, mm-hmm. there was really not much security at all. I mean, I'm listen, that's, this is for me reading. Yeah. I didn't live through that. I can't say it for sure. There wasn't, yeah. But what, from what I've read and, you know, heard over the years that, okay, after, you know, post 9-11, now you got lock cabins, so you can't get in the cabin of the pilot. Oh, yeah. 
You have all the, I mean, look at all the x-rays you have when you go through TSA and all the different bagging checks. I mean, I get, I get stopped all the time, you know, <laughs> traveling with baseball cleats with metal spikes on them. Yeah, right. Or the, uh, the weighted little base, the rubber baseballs are filled with sand. So, you know, they got to sit there and then the worst is when you go through TSA and you have like the pre-workout, the creatine stickers, they're testing it for drugs and making sure there's no drugs. They do yet. all that when you go through? Everything. Wow. Everything. I got, and then one time I forgot I had $300 cologne at Dior Sauvage. Full bottle, 6.8 milliliters, whatever it is, the biggest one you could buy. I forgot to put it in my luggage because I was running late. I put it on my carry-on. They took it. They took I was it. like, that guy's going home, and yes, he's going to give that to his son. <laughs> he's going to smell that, and he's going to go home and give it to his son. Or he's going to steal it for himself. And I'm sitting here. I'm pissed off. I'm like, dude, you can't care. You can't spare me one little, like, you know, mishap. He's like, nope. No, it's garbage. I'm like, okay. Whatever. You know that 9-11 was the beginning of the... You know the ticker that runs on the bottom of any TV now when you're watching news? You know, whatever's going across. like Kind of like the oh, scores, like that, on ESPN, yeah, right? Yeah, that keeps moving until you yeah. know, 9-11 was the, inter- you know, that's when it started. Because they need really? to keep getting information out there. They, You know, they're talking, but they want to show it too. So I don't know who did it, but they started that scroll on the bottom. And since then, you know, when you watch just regular news, you got scroll and it's like, you know, severe weather alert. And it comes across the bottom. You're reading what's going on while they're still doing the news. Yeah, and now it's across the whole time like yeah. ESPN. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the beginning of that. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, you would think after that that you would take a stronghold on the border. And then you got this guy opening up, what is it, Title 42 or whatever? Almost 500,000 people a day. Two to 500,000 you know people what? a day. I don't know. I say, that, so. you know, Personally, and work just cleaned that the fuck up. How do you think yeah, he feels? I know. Well, you listen. listen you <laughs> That's listen, going all you, back. You listen to Biden speak. You you watch what he does. The guy is not capable. He has no mindset to run a country. Number one. So I personally, I think other people are telling him what to do. They're just using him as a muppet to say whatever he has to say on TV, and that's that. But how much of a hypocrite can you be? You want to talk about covid you want to talk about how you want to ban ghost guns now you see what he said yesterday how he wants to ban a ghost how are you gonna ban a ghost gun i want to know that because see, look, i want to ask him that i think ghost I'm, guns have no serial guns they're made from scratch i know i'm dead set that stone was right i think hillary or or he says obama obama's calling the shots telling him what to do with hillary to make him look as bad as fucking possible raise the gas mm-hmm. do this do that. everything he can fuck up they're telling him to fuck up yeah then when it comes for election time, then either Hillary runs or Michelle runs. Yeah. And I'll, in my opinion, although, and I believe we need Trump now more than anybody. Of course. And, you know, if you look around on some comments, even people that fucking hate Trump are saying, look, I'll take the Twitter fingers over this fucking yeah, guy of any course. day. Of course. But if that's what they do, and that's what this is to make him look as bad as possible, which they're doing a really good job. Yeah. If they're telling him what to well, do. Like, and yeah. it definitely seems like they are. Yeah. If Michelle Obama or Hillary runs, Trump might as well just forget about it. He can't he, be. I don't think he. They're too powerful. Not that he can't beat them legitimately. Legitimately, you're saying. But they're corrupt, too powerful. Corrupt. Right. Yeah. And then Stone says the smallpox facts were up. And now if that happens to be true, because I do believe him now. I, I was iffy on the whole fucking Obama calling the shot thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, because when he explains it in full, he's saying that Obama and Hillary are calling the shots, mm-hmm. all dumb shots, yeah. to make him look like an ass. Yep. Which he would probably do anyway because he's not all there, and, of course. you know. And who knows who he is off? You know, it's almost you like know. Put, put it this way: it's almost like you feel bad for him, the guy. He can barely even speak. I felt bad for him until I watched that uh, 
uh, Judge Judy yeah, yeah. thing on uh, Hunter Biden. Yeah. And boy, what uh, a listen, fucking terrible In reality, problem. I don't feel bad for my despiser, man. But still, Who, you know. I don't feel bad for him anymore. I, feel, no. I actually kind of feel bad for Hunter for having such a shitty-ass fucking dad yeah. that led him down that road of, you know, well, that he's no good and yeah. he's got a fucking sister that you never hear about yeah, and everything course. else. But so. here's the thing, and this is what I say all the time. Biden is such a hypocrite, okay, in the ways that he wants to take on COVID, the masks, the vaccines, this, that, right? Now, like he said yesterday with the ghost guns, he wants to ban ghost guns. But now, like you said prior, that he's open, he wants to open the borders. He wants it to be, you want to come here? Believe me, come on in. It's, you know, we'll give you health care. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. How many of those people, listen, nothing against Mexico, right? Mexico is the murder capital of the entire world. So you're going to tell me they don't have guns? You're going to tell me they don't have bad people? Right now, not all of them are bad. But you're going to tell me that maybe quarter or 50% of the people that are crossing the border aren't coming here to commit crimes, join gangs, get locked up, go to prison, run a prison gang to create a criminal enterprise? This is why I believe now what Stone was saying. Because do you think he really even knows what a shadow gun is? Really? The, the man's 80 years old. He doesn't know he, what a he, ghost gun is. He, like he said, he said he wants to ban ghost guns. Ghost guns have even, no serial numbers. Uh, they're made from a 3D printer or they're made off the street. They, they Listen, I watched the whole thing in Thailand, how they can make you know a 9mm, a 40 cal, 45 cal, and they have different ways that they ship them to Mexico. And then Mexico, the drug runners and whoever else is running the gun runners, they run them across the border and they distribute them to big enterprises like gangs. And this podcast is brought to you by Liquid IV. This is a product I always use after I run, work out, and do the sauna. It's a great way to hydrate the body and feeling your best self. All you do is one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water. It hydrates the body faster and more efficient than water alone. Three times the electrolytes as other sports drinks and contains five essential vitamins, B5, B12, B3, B6, and vitamin C. It also tastes great. Flavors like watermelon, lemon lime, strawberry, and many more. Buy in bulk at Costco or go to liquidiv.com and use the code MSCSMedia, no space, for 15% off. No other way to hydrate Gangs the body. distributed them to local drug dealers, but that's how ghost guns come to the United States. You want to prevent that? Prevent the border from, uh, prevent the people from coming. But it's one thing that leads to the next, and they, he doesn't understand that. He just thinks that, okay... We're just going to ban ghost guns. Good luck, Biden. Good luck. Once again, in my opinion, look at the man's house. $16 million paid off. Yeah. Kids got $6 million. He's right. got another 10 or $12 million in the bank. And it's impossible where? to make that kind of money. But from like where? That. He's been in politics for how long? From where? Years? From where? Because he gets on that thing every morning, like Stone said, and he's told what to do. Exactly. Like I said, if he doesn't know what day it is yep. and can't read a teleprompter, and I'm not, he, he's an old man. What yeah. If he's a dick or not, he's old. He's old. You know, yeah, either way, that fuck? doesn't change the fact he's old. No, there's a lot of old people that can't read it either, his age. Of course. You know? Yeah. So he's being told what the fuck to say yep. so that one of those two can run. And if they do, and if they feel they have a strong chance and they can do mail-in ballots again, they're going to win. Oh, of course. Well, now well, they're going to find some way to say that you can't go in public again. But, you know, now I saw this thing about electric cars, right? Now we've been talking about censorship and all this other stuff with censorship, right? And they said, well... If the government is running electric cars, now this is a theory, but it's not, you know, you don't know if it's true or not. Well, they could say, okay, you posted this on Twitter. We're shutting your battery off. Now you can't drive. So now you're stuck. What are you going to do? You want to get, they're going to get rid of gas powered vehicles. They can control your car. Like they can control your phone. They can control your laptop. Anyone can get in touch with electric. 
Well, you know? that, that's what that's what this is all about. So control. it's about censorship. It's, it's another and step to control. Well, exactly. Why do you think your boy Elon bought all that fucking? How much stock did he buy in Twitter? Can you Google that? How much he bought? Did you know that? No. He bought a fucking pile. Uh, and Twitter's like banning people weird, left and weird, right. I, I don't understand the whole Twitter. Well, thing. I'm so I'm just on uh, Trump's waiting list to get on the Truth Social, his yeah. new social media platform. I heard he's launched. coming out with something. I'm like 170. Yeah. I'm 197,000 on the list. What it's a list to uh, to join it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still on a waiting list. What is it supposed to be like? Looks a, like a tw- uh, it's like a Twitter, but like Trump runs it, so you you know you don't talk about. Problem is, it's all right. You know, yeah. you, you, you need something that's... A little controversial uh, there. th- There's one guy that they came out with something. What's this say here, Rob? It says Elon Musk purchases nearly 10% of Twitter, making him the largest shareholder. Elon Musk recently purchased 9.2% of Twitter stock, about 73.5 million shares, according to a filing Monday. That makes him the largest shareholder in the company. Why would he do that? Yeah, no, he, was, he said he was going to start his own, right? And he. Uh, but here's the thing: is he never makes sense. You can't keep up with him because you know. See if he, he can find like why? Why did Elon Musk yeah. buy ten percent of Twitter? Because you know he supposedly likes Trump. Yeah. So uh, you know that's to go against. I don't know. Yeah, but how if he's but he's still, in it for the money, I guess, in some way, some form. He's he but remember, something. remember, he is he is building his own Twitter. So if he buys ten percent of Twitter and he's the largest holder. That would put him on the board. Oh, I mean, listen, he might be trying to pull a Jeff Bezos and take over like a monopoly. A monopoly. I mean, Jeff Bezos' business is, you could really compare it and contrast it to a, the monopolies of the 20s. Well, think. I mean, right? If Elon's on the board of Twitter, yeah. right, then he has a vote. If right. he comes out with uh, Starlink fucking whatever. platform, yeah, whatever right, it is. Yeah, yeah. he's on the board of Twitter. So yeah. he's able to make decisions based on Twitter while he has this other one. Correct. So if you look at it as a business status, but you can't call it a monopoly because he invested legit that's money true. in yeah, Twitter. That is true. And then he opened up a competition. So if anything, yeah. he made it a, a competition. <laughs> He's only got 10%. What's it say? It says Musk could see Twitter as an investment with big growth ahead, or he could have a non-investment reason for the purchase, such as buying to make sure the platform doesn't retrain, restrain Oh, uh, so that seems that that, that seems more likely, yeah, right? Yeah, so they don't really sit on censors. You know what he probably did? did? I mean, who knows? But it's possible. We'll find out probably in six months. How how long do you think that would take to take effect? Where he would his his say would have uh, uh, say or or that we would notice to say? Well, I think he'll people will now buy more Twitter stock because he invested in it. It could have, be quick, quicker than normal. Right? I mean, people people love this they guy. Pull, I mean, they, they do pulls. anything he does because they think they're gonna make money on it, but. But you know, I like mean, the whole thing with Doge. I mean, he went on Saturday Night Live and said it was shit. Yeah, and then it crashed. I think a lot of times, I, I think he's spor- like sporadic, and then yeah, he's, he's like, very sporadic. And he's like, "Fuck it," but he does more for this country than anybody I know, yeah. in my opinion. But so you know what he thought? You know what Ben? Maybe he realized the nightmare it is to build a social net, social media. Like platform, like yeah, Facebook. He has all the money in the world. He's like, well, let me just buy Twitter. Yeah, because he, he he probably looked at it. And he was like, I'm building fucking rockets to go to Mars. <laughs> I've got the thing with the Beto guy. You got to watch that can go to that can travel at the speed of light. Yeah. I'm making my own molecule, like mm-hmm. Lazar did. He's yeah. making his own molecule that will be able to make a spaceship that can absorb the matter going at the speed of light. Yeah, it's like we were talking. Yeah, if yeah. A, if a stone would hit that ship going at the speed of light, it blows into pieces. Yeah, yeah. So because they basically shut down kind of the space force with him in, mm-hmm. he said, "Fuck it," and he's literally 
himself making yeah. a molecule that's going to go in the molecule chart. And this molecule, once done with probably a team of 20 other monsters, yeah. will be able to withstand going at the speed of light and being hit by matter. Okay, I gotcha. And when we had Beto in, the problem wasn't getting to Mars. The problem wasn't building Mars and putting life on Mars. The yeah. problem was getting to Mars and not getting blown the blown fuck up, up in yeah. seven days. <laughs> right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no issue about getting there. Yeah. What what do you what do you have up here? Oh, this is the Times here. It just says that um anything good? Well, it says Musk's relationship with Twitter is long and complicated, involving most notably his legal wranglings with the SEC over his tweets and Tesla's finances. Will Musk now agitate for Twitter to alter its policy on moderating content in the name of free speech? What is Elon Musk doing now? Will he push for Twitter to open up its algorithm, which the company's co-founder and former CEO Jack Dorsey appeared to support last week? Musk and Dorsey are friendly. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Everybody talked that shit about Dempsey, including myself. But mm -hmm. I, I, I must retract. Not that I'm a New York <laughs> Times writer, but yeah, yeah. But he, what he wanted to do was he wanted to take Twitter the way it is now, mm -hmm. and then he wanted to have another Twitter called Twitter, but like Twitter uncensored or or Twitter Twitter dot net. Let's just say yeah. right, and that one would be censored like violence and stuff but like that. But it's the problem, and this is the problem I see all the time. But Ben, what happened was he was going to do it. So he was going to have both to keep the board happy. Okay. Here's the one you can censor the hell out of and kick everybody off. And then here's the other one that is more loose. And unless it's like endangering somebody or yeah. something crazy sexual, yeah. you can, it's free speech. So well, the that, board didn't like it. should be. The board didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So they, they basically pushed him out yeah. is what they did. Of course. So then he's going into board meetings as the majority, but they don't want him there. He can feel it. And mm -hmm. he just said, fuck it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was talking all that shit, but I didn't know that he was trying to have two, which would be yeah. the ideal thing to do in that situation. Yep. But that's, yeah. listen, that's the problem I seek with social media. That's the problem I seek with cell phones is you're letting other people censor what you have to say. Right. No well, you don't have what, a choice. No matter. Exactly. But no matter what it is. Yeah. You know, you're not, unless you're physically restraining me and putting duct tape over my mouth, I could say whatever I want to say, you know, um, that's, uh, the first amendment we have grateful. Which you know the Constitution, is, but 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 it's not. It's, it's getting yanked it's getting, by the second. Yeah, the first, the Second Amendment is getting taken away from us. I mean, it, it's getting scary to the point where it's like almost tyranny. But and you that's know what? He could be he could be getting in cahoots with Dempsey. Yeah, and then they both come out with. Then you got Dempsey with the experience from it. You got Elon who probably yeah. can pick that experience up in about an hour mm -hmm. with his IQ. Yep. What do? You, why do? You, what's your opinion, Rob? I honestly don't know. I was shocked by seeing it. Do you think he's doing it to... But it is a Twitter shares are up about 50% since then, since he bought that stock. So they he just skyrocketed Twitter stock. But if he has majority and they go to the board meeting and vote, if he's majority shareholder, his say goes, right? I would think so at that point. And if not, he yeah. pulls, they're fucked. Cause so he's, he's doing one of two things. He's either going to fuck them or he's going to be the majority because it, every time I've watched him and he's on um Snowden show all the time yeah, yeah. about the censorship. Uh -huh. So there's no way he's going there to be censored yeah. or to censor things. It's so weird. he's either going there to fuck him or he's going there, you know, get the stock through the roof and he leaves and it plummets yeah. or to be the head of the board and have a major say. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a weird topic. It's like all over the place. It's sporadic. You, you can't keep up with this stuff. You know, it's just all over the place. And it's a part of this generation. I'm just like, wish I never grew up in this generation. I can tell you that much right now. Now, if you compare college a year ago 
mm-hmm. to college now, do you see a major difference or maybe maybe two years ago? When you first got to college and now, how the how the classes are, how the atmosphere is, do you see a major difference? Um No, not really. I mean, listen, you had to take all online classes, but I'd rather take online anyway. I don't have to go to school. Um, but in person class, it's really about the same now because you don't gotta wear a mask. But you know, coming from a New York perspective, if I stayed in New York, you're forced to get vaccinated. You're forced to wear a mask. That's right. You're otherwise you're not going to school. You have to wear a mask to go to school. Yeah. Well, they just they just lifted it. I mean, my little brother who's 17 is in high school. They have no choice. They had to go to school and put a mask on. When did they lift that for him? A month ago. Not a month ago. But think about it. You're in that you're in that school for seven hours a day, and you cannot take that mask off. You have Fuck to sit that. in like like almost like a like a like a pod to eat lunch with dividers around you. What does that remind you of? Like if you if if you look the at can any, reminds me of fucking jail is what it reminds me I, of. <laughs> exactly. I mean you have I mean, no really? that's that's what these kids are experiencing wow. at a young age. Crazy. But that's the reality of it. Like you know. And I, you know, going back to the stomach issue, I used to have this altercation with this teacher, this one specific teacher who I despise because he used to tell me, you know, he used to run the political agenda and you talk back, but he was always right. You know, you, you have no say in anything because he's, you know, whatever he is, say he's way left. If you gave a right perspective, no, 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 you're wrong. Okay. Well, here's my perspective. This is why I'm telling you you're wrong. And he'll just go back and forth with you. No, Whatever. Now, there was times where, you know, I told you, I got to go to the bathroom, I got to go to the bathroom. He wouldn't let me go to the bathroom, and if I went, he'd chase me down the hall and tell me to go to the principal's office. I used to ask him, for what? For what, you're going to sit here and tell me I can't go to the bathroom? And he knew you had a problem? No, too. he knew. Oh, no, I know. No, he was, he was terrible. He was terrible. And you know what the funny thing is? I think from day one, he didn't like me because, you know, I told you about my whole... The reason I took his class was for a criminal justice class, right? It was an elective, and I was like, yeah, listen, I, li- I like this, you know? So he uh, he gave us a book one day, and I'm sitting there interested. I'm not listening to what he's saying. So I'm opening a book, and it says, you know, in little print in the bottom, it says California state law. So he used to give us quizzes. Oh, what's murder one? What's murder two? What's felony murder? What's this? What's assault? And I used to tell him, listen, we have no battery. We have no battery in New York. It's you know an aggravate. It's an aggravating factor, you know. So it's assault one, assault two, assault three, you know. You got your B misdemeanors, your A misdemeanors, A misdemeanors and a felony. So it goes A to uh, E felony. He doesn't know this. He's like, oh, this is the book we're reading. Yeah, but why am I? I don't live in California. Do you? No, you live in New York State. So why would you learn California state law? So I used to put the wrong answers on purpose. You know, they were the right answers to me because I lived in New York State, but I used to put, you know, New York State law instead of California state law. So I used to get pissed off. I used to tell him, oh, who, do you, who do you tell me? This is where <laughs> I said, here's, I, I, and I printed it out one time. I printed out the law, and I gave it to him on the back of my one on the back of my homework. He got pissed off. He was like, "What is sure, this? What is this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This cocky kid telling me how to teach, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he had no experience. He had no law enforcement experience. Nothing. You know, I don't know who who the hell he thought he was teaching a class like that. So if you end up as a cop, are you going to go back to New York? No, I'm going to stay here. I had uh, there. Yeah, I took uh, the Nassau County Police Department. Uh, no, sorry, Nassau County. Nassau County Police Department exam when I was 17 and a half years old. And the list is still coming out. So I'm like almost there to being called. And Nassau County Police Department, if you look, for the last couple of years, has been the best police department in the United States, number one. 
Right now? Number one, the best police department in the United States. The hardest to get on and the best police department in the United States. Like, when I tell you, like, they're, everything is perfect. Perfect. And Nassau right. County's in New York, right? Yeah. It's right Take that there. in. What is the best police department in the country? No offense or anything, but no, I did not okay. believe that for two seconds. Yeah, not no. now. And not that the police officers aren't good. It's the fucking guy that's behind it. Nassau County Police Department. And how Your dad's been a cop, what, 30 years, you said? Yeah. Please score. I'm sure there's different, uh, yeah, there, you yeah, know, I mean, different websites that say it, but I, yeah, I forget it's which. It's not like that big of a fucking deal. I forget which website it was on. It was like, um, yeah, yeah. See, it's not on the sheriffs because what? Know, it's back, a it's a good police department. Yeah, back, just because the mayor or governor is an asshole. <clears throat> yeah, it might be hard to find. <clears throat> back home, we, um, you know, it's different here than it is home because you know you get the sheriff's department, you got the, um, that's yeah, police friendly states. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to trait. find. Yeah, you, you, know? you probably have to have the exact it, wording. Lincoln, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Because nobody, none of the police departments want to be shown up. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, we don't have the high, those aren't the highest paid, but they're like, I think top 25, and then the NYPD is the biggest police department in the United States with 40,000 cops. Boca, they got like 250. I feel, I feel bad for every one of those cops in the NYPD. Well, see, I got called. To, I got, um, I took the NYPD exam right before I came to Florida in uh, August or maybe August like third, I got called for my background investigation the next week. Usually it takes a couple of months because you get a list number and the list number can be up to it like you know four or five thousand. And I got called the next week because yeah, they're so desperate for cops. And you got a father that's got thirty oh, years that, in his pocket. Yeah, but that has that has nothing. Nothing. No, it nothing. doesn't work like that. In New that? York State, you go through um, it's called civil you know civil service. So that, um, civil servants will hire you as a cop. And then once you go through their process, then you get passed off to the police department where they hire a background investigator. And the background investigator will do your investigation. You go for a PT, you go for your, um, your medical examination, your ME. And then that's when you start the process of, okay, this is the requirements of the academy. You got to go into the academy. It's different than here because here you got to do, uh, it's called a uh, CJ bat, I think it's called. So you take that, then you go for your uh, physical, and then you go for a different a whole bunch of different things like the sponsorships for the academy and stuff. Not too sure on how it works completely yet um, here in Florida, but, you know, I'm starting to learn it more and more. I know the sheriffs here make good, damn good money here. Boca, the sheriffs. Boca Raton Police Department just surpassed Fort Lauderdale not too long ago as the highest paid police department in all of Florida. Yeah, if you're going to be a cop, here's the place to be, that, I think. Well, that's right. I mean, um, I don't, the I don't Boca Raton the Police Department, they start out at $75,000. You get a take-home car, paid uniforms. Um, paid everything on your gun belt's paid for. You know that stuff's expensive. When it comes down to it, if you got to pay for that stuff out of pocket, it's a lot of even the uniforms. I mean, you got your dress blues, your work uniforms, all that stuff is that adds up and up and up and up. So, I think Pennsylvania starts at thirty five thousand. Georgia's the lowest paid police department. Thirty. Georgia's has the, it's like the lowest paid police departments in all the United States. No wonder they pull everybody over. <laughs> if I can pissed off, I yeah, would be too. I don't blame I, them. I know. And it sucks. I mean, I, that shouldn't be. No. Nah. You know? I sucks. think 75 is a good number to start. You're I risking agree. your fucking life yeah. every day. And if, well, see, and if you, you can handle it, up them yeah. a minimum, 100 Yeah. Here. Well, in, the, in, New, in New York, I mean, there's guys who will make a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. But you start out low. I mean, when you go in the academy, you're making like 35 starting. But then you get, you get, your, pay, you get your pay steps. So you can reach top pay in like I think it's like five or seven years. So they're hoping you get clipped before you get to the five year mark. So I've got to pay you. Yeah, right. But um, 
the problem. No, then you get promoted. You take promotional exams. You go for you go to the, you know the detective side of things. You become a detective, and there's all different si- like different types of um, squads and units that the police department has. Yeah, that, you, you know. like a policeman just isn't somebody that pulls over somebody and gives them a ticket. No, it, it branches out. Yeah, of course. There's a, a lot of different, different things. And I'll tell you what I actually did. Um, when I was in college back home, um, every most colleges have a police academy connected to them. So mine had a police academy next to it, Suffolk County Police Department. And my professor, he invited me and a couple of my students, fellow students, to the active shooter simulation. It's called DPF simulation, deadly physical force simulating. So it's like a real simulation. You go in this room and it's got like a little machine that shoots balls at you. And you got like a police car door, like a mailbox or something like a brick wall. And they give you a real firearm. But it shoots like it's got the real kick to a firearm. It's, and it shoots like simulated lasers to see if you're hitting. So it's, you know, real magazine, you got to change the magazine, you got to put a belt on, a vest, whatever. So he's like, all right, you guys could do this and whatever. So I did it. And the first one was like a uh, simulation of housing projects. And this guy's sitting there blowing AK-47 down. You got to shoot back up at him. Now, they didn't put the real simulation on with the balls because the balls are supposed to hit you if you get shot with a gun, you know. So they didn't do that because we're college students. Whatever. I thought it would be fun. So you have to, you might get a boo boo. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might get a boo boo. Oh, listen, you're gonna I, be a policeman, but God forbid you get a boo boo. <laughs> I heard those things hurt. I heard they hurt like. a Well, if you're gonna be a cop, you yeah, need you to gotta, learn yeah, to take a couple exactly. shots. You know? So, uh, <laughs> I, and then the next situation I did, the guy, I guess the supervisor that I was working that specific unit in the room, was you want to you want a hard one? I said, yeah, give me the hardest one you got. You know, <laughs> sitting there laughing because it was fun to me. You know, that seeks my stuff like that seeks my interest, get my adrenaline going. So. uh you know, a simulation. You, I think it's a, it's like a felony, felony traffic stop for warrant for arrest or something like that. The plate came back to a warrant for arrest. So you're riding with another guy in the car. So you're in the car still, and the guy gets out of the car. It's like a wooded area with this two lane road. Now, do you, have, like, do you have like virtual glasses? No, on the right whole now? room looks like real, and you could talk. You talk into the simulation, and it talks back to you. So is it like you're in an IMAX theater? Correct. Okay. So, yes, but you know, you like it's. It doesn't look like a video game. It's real life. Like these people are real life simulations, and you're talking. Fuck so weird, bro. you're supposed to. You're supposed to. De- they teach you to de-escalate the situation, then take f- physical action if needed. So it was like a guy. And he wasn't restraining arrest. Like he wasn't like resisting arrest in any means. So the other officer was like arresting him, putting him in a car. He's bringing him to the car. The guy had his daughter in the car. The daughter decides to get out of the car with a fucking 12-gauge and point it at the other cop I was with and fucking shoot him. So guess what? I got to shoot this little girl with fucking five rounds. I put five rounds in her chest. But that, like, that's the situations that's like you have to learn because you never know. Like, I say it all the time. Everyone thinks, oh, it's just a traffic stop. No, it's not a traffic stop. You don't know if that guy's sitting there with a gun waiting to fucking shoot you. You don't know what's in that car. You don't know anything. And especially if it's dark, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's dark, daytime. You don't know what's going to happen. So there's no such thing, as I say all the time, there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. Now, do, is your dad supportive of you being a cop? Um, or is he yeah, trying I, to tell I would, you? I would say so. Ah. I would say so in a way, but I don't think he's re- I don't think he's ready for, like, you know, I feel like that'd be cool, you know, for me and him to be a cop together, but it's not going to happen. He's going to retire. You know, I feel like that'd be cool, but at the same time, it's like, he knows what the streets are, but you know, here in Florida, I mean, in Boca especially, it's not anywhere close. Yeah, you're not dealing with fucking. You're not dealing with the, you're you're not shit dealing, up there. Yeah, you're not dealing with that. I mean, listen, you got your shitty areas around here, which I'm sure there's gangs and drugs and guns, like anywhere else in the world. But it's not 
It's not as brutal. It's not as brutal. Yeah. I mean, there's guys like you know who work bad areas. Now, have you talked to anybody from the NYPD like recently that that works for the NYPD? Uh, I know a couple of people in the NYPD. Um, How do they feel about this whole fucking shit this guy has? The way he's running things. Uh, it's terrible. <clears throat> Defunding them. That's not, terrible. Not let them. You know how do. You, how did they snap back? Because now they can't arrest people can't for really, this listen, or that or this or that. Really, you can't really do much about it. You know, there's guys who will, uh, there's, I know guys who refuse the vaccine. One individual specifically refused the vaccine and they'll suspend you without pay for 30 days. And think about it, you got, at that point, I look at it like this. Oof. You have a career, right? You have a family to support. You got kids, you got a wife, whatever you got. At that point, if you plan on staying in New York, Get the vaccine because that's your career. That's, you know, your money. You're talking about a job that gives you the benefits or whatever. But if not, if you really want to take that next step, move. Go somewhere else where you're not going to have to do it. Go yeah. to Florida. You know, they're hiring like crazy. But it's sad that it has to come down to that point. It shouldn't have to be at no. that point. It should just be if you, you know? want to get it, get it. And if you don't, then every day you go into work, get yeah. tested. Well, and, that's the thing. and charge the officer five bucks every time you but go But here's in, the problem. Even though they're 99% not effective. Here's but, the yeah. problem, and I say this. If you look Did you at, read that? What? When the, the test that first came out, yeah. they were 99% inaccurate. Yes, yes. You read yeah, that? Yeah. So here's my thing. So on 400, when they did the math, yeah. on 400,000 deaths, yeah. 4,000 actually. You had the COVID, yeah. But he got his numbers he wanted. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is now this is what I look at it in the police oh, department. F- oh, fuck You're talking about 40,000 cops, right? Now think about how many retired over the last couple of years. Boatloads of people. Were, they already had their 20 years for their pension. Get the fuck out. <laughs> See ya. Supervisors, <laughs> yeah. cops, whatever. They're running out. So, but now you got, you know, younger people who want to get on a job. Normally, you wouldn't take someone with a 75 on that, on that test because they're not qualified. But now you got people, they're so desperate that they're taking unqualified people. They're taking people who are going to, you know, give that department a bad name. But that's the problem is these Democrats are pushing this political agenda for, you know, let's defund the police. So the guys like myself and other people, like I said, like myself or other people who have always dreamt of being in law enforcement, don't want to do that job because guess, guess what? God forbid you're in that situation where you get into a shooting or something that you have to take physical force and you're getting jammed up. You're one step away from losing your career, which you wanted to do forever. And guess what? You're on a bus to go to prison because you were doing your job. Career, family, reputation, and now everybody looks at you like they're, you're this fucking yeah. killer. Well, that's the, that's the problem. It's like, you know, I... And you blame the media mostly for that. That's the problem. I mean, listen, you get one bad apple that falls from the tree every mm-hmm. so often. I mean, that's that's life. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. You always get that one bad apple. It, that's life. But unfortunately, you get someone like the guy Derek Chavon with the whole George Floyd thing. How many people that are my age that don't understand the, the world in itself, they don't understand politics, that that's not every cop. That's not every cop. Yep. You know, that's one guy out of God only knows how many interactions that occur every year. But then you get the kids who think, okay, like, oh, you know, he's the cops are bad. We're being raised to think that the cops are bad. We're going to shoot at cops. We're going to do this to cops. That's what's going on now, and it's so bad that it's just... And I, and I say that social media is behind all that. Social media is brutal. I've had plenty of run-ins. Yeah. And out of all the run-ins, whether, whether it was federal, county, state, 95% of them... Nine to five. They came, they did their job. Yeah. 
they did what they had to do, yeah. but no bullshit. But, but then there's five percent that, <laughs> yeah, you know they they took it way too far. Yeah, yeah way, yeah. way, way too far, and that job's not meant for them. And yeah. and when they when they act like that, <clears throat> if they think that they're going to get anything out of anybody or make any progress, they're not. Yeah, no, no, no. But you know, if they're trying to get somebody to cooperate, yeah. you you got a better shot being cool because when you throw them big numbers at a at a pussy. You know, okay, do yeah. that. But somebody that knows what the guidelines are, yeah. and hopefully anybody that's doing anything wrong looks at the guidelines before they do it. Yeah, yeah. So then when they come in and barge in and say, you're going to do 20, mm-hmm. when you know that the most they could ever give you is three years, yeah. that's just ridiculous. What's and, and what, what's an old school saying? Respect's a two-way street. Yeah. Respect's a two-way street. You give respect, you get respect. You don't give respect, you're not going to get respect. And that's what people don't understand is if you're – now – this is where it gets even worse with the social media, like you were saying. People think it's okay to sit there. They'll get pulled over, whether it's, let's say, just hypothetically speaking, they get pulled over on purpose just to send out a TikTok video and go viral on TikTok, right, to ruin someone's day. They sit there, and the guy goes, let me have your license. And the guy refuses. I don't have to give you shit. All right, what's your name? I don't have to give you shit. Oh, really? Now it's, now it's an altercation. Now it's a problem. For what reason? So now, what, what, what you would you do in that situation? When, 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 if you pull me over and I say "fuck you," I don't have to give you shit. What would you do? Well, you gotta, you gotta look at it as a, you know, what the situation. Well, what did I pull you over for? For speeding. I pulled you over for speeding. I mean, listen, me not, be, I'm not a cop, you know, but I'm saying in the situation that I was, you're probably required to call a supervisor. You know, you're gonna have to call another unit down to wherever you are, because. People like that usually just are looking to take a video of you, make a fucking fool out of themselves, make a, try to make a fool out of you. But then afterwards they'll say, okay, you could, but that's the problem is you got to watch what you say because everyone has a camera now. Everyone's got a camera. So God forbid that guy's got a, you know his phone sitting there and he's recording and you get fucking aggravated and you say the wrong thing. Guess what? He just did what he wanted to do was not to get you in trouble because they'll go to internal affairs and internal affairs will come to your house. They'll do all this bullshit. You got to watch what you say no matter where you are. So I'm sure, I, I don't know how it works in Florida, but, um, you know, I could say in New York State, probably you, you're required to give your license. If you're being detained, you're required to give your license or else you could be arrested. Right. But when you pull somebody over, you already know it's not going to go good. And and I'm talking shit to you as a cop, yeah. right? Wouldn't it be better to say, okay, sir, no problem. Let me go back to the car and check things. Just don't go anywhere. Call for backup. And then you approach the individual with backup and you say, hey, look, we're trying to be respectful. I don't want to ask you out of the car. Just give me your license. And well, that's insurance. what I do. No, that's, that's, that's exactly what I would do. Because a lot of times they are the, the cop argues back with the individual in the yeah. car and then it just escalates and escalates. Yeah, that's the problem is, you know, that's what they're trying to get you to do. And I know that from seeing it previous altercations online or whatever. It's they, they want to aggravate you. They want to get you to break. They want to get you in trouble. So you have to, as that job, at at that level, when you take that job, you have to understand that you cannot slip up with the slightest thing or else you'll get in trouble. You got to understand to be calm. You got to relax. You got to keep your temper. And so, like, you can't just break out and say, okay, you know, there's, that job calls for, you know, you, you're asking to see people at the lowest points in their lives, you know, that people don't see, you know. And they're scared and everything else. Yeah, well, exactly. And, you know. But I, see, I think if you take that job, yeah, you should have the mindset and the training that no matter what dickhead you run into, 
even though it's you know you're a human being if you're going to be a cop yeah you need and billy flanagan who i can only get two words in with he was, who is he was a police, fucking monster he was in the same police department my father is but couldn't ask him any question with the <laughs> two that were in here with him but and he's a beast but like he said if you de-escalate it yeah and just call back up yep. and none of the back and forth it doesn't go anywhere no it won't you they won't get what they want you listen as a cop, you your job is to de-escalate situations that are at their high point because, you know, your adrenaline's rushing as a human being. You get physical. Once you get physical, there's no going back. You're going to get fucked up. But I still think that the, the biggest thing, like he said, was you run into one bad guy, and now that sticks with the policeman for, for the rest, the rest of, of their career. Correct. So if you're that type of emotional person, then being a policeman isn't for you. No, you got to- In you gotta, my opinion. No, you got to be able to, you got to be able to control your temperament as a cop. Um- and, and let things go. Exactly. Yep. Because the next person yeah. might be a nice guy. Hey, officer, yeah, I was. I was speeding. Of course. Apologize. You you know, maybe you gotta, give me a break. No, exactly. You I'm gotta, a guy. You're a guy. You gotta be Can able, I call you mister? <laughs> you got to be able to <laughs> let someone walk down the street, and they could sit there and violate you. However, you got to just sit there and be like, okay, what are, what are you doing that's, you know, just ignore them. Because yeah. then I, they want, if someone walks down the street, and I'm a street cop, right? I'm standing there doing my post or whatever minding my business someone comes up to me and goes fuck you okay fuck you okay right. cool what am I gonna do sit there and argue you for no reason fuck you're trying you. to get me to pop you're trying to yeah. get me in trouble you say you're okay trying. thank you okay keep going have a good day you're just this is, this is your job when they see happens. when they see you ignore what they're trying to push against you there's no fun. that's what irritates them yeah. more than anything you know but you gotta you, like you know it's not the same it was the guy only knows how long ago where as a cop, you could do your job a little bit more. You know, now you got to watch. I mean, they, they want you to... Like, in the best the best thing in the world is when people go, oh, you should have shot him in the leg. Oh, okay. Let me... Let, here. Here's a gun. When a guy's got a gun pointed at you, a knife running at you, let me see you try to shoot him in the fucking leg. Yeah. Let's see how... Let's see how good that works. You're not fucking... You're not taking your gun out to shoot the guy in the fucking leg. You know? I mean, they got... They actually just came out with new tasers. Um... That shoot from a further, further distance, and uh, I'm pretty sure they have more. They they have a second round of um, of prongs that shoot out of the taser itself. Yeah, but I mean, if somebody's shooting a bullet at you, what no, the no, fuck is not, a taser? Gonna... No, 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 you're not yeah. using the taser. You're not using the taser for a <laughs> fucking gun. It's like taking a knife to a it's, it. Listen, yeah. if you have if you have physical fear of your life or some of the other people around you, you've, you're required to take action. You know, you want to de- de-escalate the situations. So I've watched some videos where I'm like, holy fuck, that guy's lucky he didn't die. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you you got to go home to your family. You got to do what's right. I mean, God forbid, you know, a bullet hits someone else. If that guy's pointing a gun at you, I don't care if it looks real. If it looks, it, there's so many kids who will, you know, say, oh, the gun looks fake. Okay. You have a replica Glock. It might not be real. But from fucking 20 feet away, if you're pointing a thing at me and it looks real, right. you're going to get shot. Right. And yeah. then if you're the officer that shoots the guy and then they find out that it was a 3D gun, you're you're going to court, pal. Yeah, well, you'll, you know what? You'll have the... Uh, You'll have the defense. You'll be fine. That that would be a you'll just, be fine. That'll be a justified shooting. It depends on who you shoot. Yeah, it'll be a justified shooting. Is that what you think? Because you listen. I can show you about fifty now that. I oh, believe me. I I listen. Yeah. I know, but you know what it is? You take, say it's like a a BB gun, right? And now they make BB guns produced by Glock to produce it themselves. So you I put swear. you put you you put that next to a real gun. Wh- how are you gonna know it's not real? You can't you yeah. can't take the risk. That's what you're taught. That's what you gotta execute. It's a dangerous game, boy. I, I would go detective or something. 
do you know because you like competition go be a detective yeah squad's fun i mean listen i you know what i've always wanted to do uh i wouldn't do narcotics i would do like a gang unit or something yeah that, or, that or you have like to that. investigate yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. stuff's fun that's stuff's fun but you got you know you like know. like greg caden and the guy that did solve tupac and biggie he was a cool fucking dude man. Yeah, yeah yeah but you know if he's after you, he's gonna get you oh, but yeah, but yeah. he does but he he's not gonna get you like an asshole he's gonna yeah. get you like hey look you broke the wall you want to work a deal or we're we going to go the hard way. Okay. You want to go the hard way? Yeah. He, he's not the type that, you know, he's asking for 20, 10 years above the guidelines for some bullshit. Yeah. You know, no, he, I mean, that's going to go through the district attorney anyway. You know that, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, I, you know, if, as a street cop, you make the arrest, you pass it on to the detectives. De detectives will investigate the situation. Then it goes to court. Well, they kicked, a, him, off the fuck, they kicked him off the fucking case. Yeah. Well, uh, after he actually solved it, they kicked him off the yeah, fucking case because they didn't want it to come out. Yeah. But he he had all the proof. Yeah, you know? Orlando Anderson. I still say Pete did he have more of a role, but yeah. definitely a role. I mean, he even said he had a role in Biggie. But, mm -hmm. You know, so you're following the war pretty big because you sent me shit. Did you see that fucking Russia has supersonic missiles? Yeah, Do you know what that means? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Russia, and there, there's only two countries that have them. We don't have them yet. Uh, that we know Russia and Iran right Iran has uh, Russia and China well, China, China, China. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so before because uh, I was watching this thing with uh, Baker the CIA okay. supposedly former CIA agent who knows if he is or not but <clears throat> before you would have like an hour so mm -hmm. they would shoot it and you would have an hour to you know hit back now these supersonic fucking missiles they go, I forget how fast, it, it's an unbelievable amount of speed, mm -hmm. but it can get from Russia to New York in less than 10 minutes. See, now- If that, if my, that, when, when you break down the kilometer, all that shit. Like I said. So you got 10 minutes to get a, a weapon ready to shoot it back? ridiculous, but here's the thing. I said Biden, very. he has to tread very lightly and he has to watch his stupid fucking mouth because- uh, He, he almost- <sighs> Listen, he can get us blown to shreds, and I say this all the time, right? You go back to when the draft was in intact, right? There was kids coming out of high school, even before they were out of high school, that were going to Vietnam, they were going to you know Germany, where the fuck they were going. They they had to fight. They had no other chance or else they were getting locked up. Okay, that's a requirement. That's what they had to do. They did it. They came back, and that was it, right? You walk down any kind of street today, right? And you take eight out of ten people, and you say, "Okay, that kid has to go fight a war. That kid has to go fight a war." The only war he's fighting is the war in his bedroom with the fucking teddy bear. <laughs> he's not fighting any kind of war because these kids are so—they're so soft, they're so coddled with whatever the hell we have going on here. Russia, Putin looks at us like a joke. I'm sorry, but it's true. They all do. You know, there's not too many people that were gonna—that are gonna step up and say, "Okay, Russia wants to fuck us up." No, it's not going to happen. This is what we're going to do. Half these kids, they don't care. They don't care what the hell's going on. They think that nothing is ever going to happen. Just wait till something actually happens. Because the Democrats that are running this country are a joke. They're a joke. And that's not just saying because uh, I'm a, you know, that's not just saying because I'm a Republican. That's facts. You know, we were, we, Trump is a businessman. He went about dealing with Putin in a business aspect. And that was all fine. Why do you think, why do you think Russia didn't invade Ukraine when Trump was a president. Well, well, they knew he wouldn't tolerate it. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah. And look, and he, Trump did a lot of good, but he also did some shady. And here's shit, so. here's something that people don't talk about either: is the Israeli-Palestinian 
conflict. It's the same kind of thing, just in a different different area and whatever. When Trump was a president, Palestine had no chance on Israel because Trump was a big supporter of them. He wanted to back them up. He wanted to fund them. Now look at Biden. What does Biden do for Israel? Nothing. So guess what? Now there's terrorist attacks in Israel all the, all the time because of, you know. Well, they talked tr- that Russia got Trump in, Trump in, Trump in. Well, who's got the $16 million house and the kid with the $6 million in the bank for. Yep. What what he do? He moved something for China, right, Hunter? Or what did Hunter do that he got the six? He moved. He made some deals with China and, and Ukraine. Though. They're investigating his dealings with Ukraine and, the- and China, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, see back um back home prior to me moving here, I was involved with a little bit of politics. Um, I was on a committee and I went to a bunch of committee meetings. It was fun. Um, definitely not something I do for a profession. You know, a lot of people say I'm good at it, but it's not something I like. You know, it's just you're like, banging your head against the wall. Nothing, yeah, nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. You, you have, a, you a, have an agenda. It's a circle jerk. Yeah, you have an agenda that you push that gets thrown in the garbage two days later. You know, yeah. Um, Whether it's good or not, it's whoever. You know, the opposite party is going to be against it, no matter if no, it's good course, or bad. Of know? course, and then you just, you know, it's it's a joke, whatever. But you know, uh, I met some great people while I was doing it. You know, um, I went to a bunch of rallies back home. <laughs> that, was, that was interesting. We had a. We had a couple opposing rallies come through, and you know it was like a, we were on the news for some counter protest. But <clears throat> um, we were all screamed at. We were we got screamed at by people. Oh, you're racist! This and that. I was all over Twitter. I said, "How am I racist? What did I say to you? Why? Because I'm all an American flag. I'm a racist. Tell me how that American flag is well, racist." Now, nowadays it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> they would, you know, they they push the agenda about the BLM. Da da da. Well, I say it all the time. A black lives matter, a white lives matter. Doesn't matter what color you are. Your life matters. You know, that's <laughs> it's just the biggest it's the biggest bozo thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, it's like it always is. Yeah. You know, when do you see Al Sharpton? The only time you see Al Sharpton is when something happens with an African American, which is good for them. But yeah. you don't see him with anybody else, no, with a Chinese course. guy I mean, or a white guy no, or whatever. Like I say all the time, I'm like, if. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what race you are. If you give me respect, I give you respect right back, just like as in anyone else would. You know, there's bad people. There's bad. There's bad white people. There's bad black people. It doesn't matter. There's always there's bad people and there's good people. Don't different. Don't associate me with a guy who's white trash. You know, who does like that's that's his that's his business. That's not what yeah, I. Yeah, they're they're good and bad and yeah, and I'm, all and all. I'm patriot. I'm patriotic. That doesn't make me a racist. Yeah. I'm proud of my. You're country. entitled to your own belief. Exactly. And that's it. You and know? you and you shouldn't hate a Democrat, and a Democrat shouldn't hate uh, you. You have your own belief. Exactly. I don't care. You want to say you want to say what you want to say. Be my guest. You can say it on TV. You can say it in front of me. I'll listen. You know, I'm not going to sit there and argue with you. And it's not waste, it's not worth my breath. Number one, number two. If that's what makes you happy at the end of the day, good. It makes you happy, good. Good. You know, what whatever you think is best is good. And if you don't like it, just like a YouTube thing, you don't need to comment no. and and fucking bury somebody twenty different no. times, twenty different ways. Just well, fucking change the channel. Exactly. And that's the thing is like you know you see, you scroll down any social media platform, and you'll see either right or left, you know, political views, whatever. People comments, thousands and thousands of comments. Fuck you, fuck you. Where is that getting you? I sit there and I, I just scroll past it. I don't, I don't look at it. You know, I, I, I delete half of them because because why would I want to have a guest in and then some troll that's you know fucking around with no life no, actually I, has the time to like log into five different accounts and yeah. type some bullshit. Yeah. Well, now here's the thing: is like, you know, you get the people who say, you know, how how come you unfollow me on Instagram or whatever. 
Well, because you post this and social media uh, you post this and that's not, I don't, listen, you, you can do what you want to do. I just don't want to see it on my page. It's not as simple as that. There's no problem. I don't have a problem. Why do you even reply? You know, no, 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 no. I'm just saying hypothetically, oh, uh, uh, hypothetically speaking, like, you know, yeah. that's like everyone always makes, everyone will make a big deal. I, I never have a problem. I mean, I've had people post my picture on Twitter and said I was a racist, but fuck, <laughs> I don't care. You know, it's, yeah. what am what am I doing wrong? I'm hold, like I said, I'm holding an American flag. You know, it's, I'm patriotic. I support my veterans. I support the police department. I support any first responder, you know, and that's, that's how I am. That's, that's me. You know, you're not going to change me. You know, if you want to do, like I said, you want to do you, do you. I'm going to do me. No, never. What were we going to say, Rob? No, if you want to be a cat, you can be a cat too. Dog. Yeah. Now yeah. You, oh, yeah, yeah. Now you can put a tail on your ass Whatever and uh, you walk around to school. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I, I actually, I heard through, uh, was it my brother or my, maybe one of my little brother's friends that they actually have a couple of those in the school back home. Kids walking around with tails and ears. Do they meow? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah, but then you like you know you laugh at him. You're in trouble. Like, are you serious? They're really doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like they're actually like doing to be funny. No, no, no. no. Like yeah, seriously, like one. they put them on leashes and shit and think it's funny. Yeah. Not funny. Like I think it's funny, but I'm saying like people take it seriously and think that they, think they identify cat. themselves as a fucking cat. Yeah, they were. Wait, what? Yeah, they were born to be a cat. Yeah, they were born to be a cat. Get the fuck out! Yeah. Swear to God, that's what they identify as. You're allowed to do that. Yep. As a cat? As Whatever a cat. you want. You could be a... What do you want to be? You gotta be shit. Yes, no, no, no. Look it up. Where'd you see this at? Non-binary? Or well, not, well, not, I don't no, I don't know what the fuck... Look it up. It's uh, it's called... Um, I don't even know what you would cat, look for. Just look up like cat person or something. <laughs> like, I swear to God. They, they identify they, as whatever. Where'd you read it at? It's all over. I mean, There's people like a surgery a to look cave. like a fucking cat. Like they trim their nose even, down. They point their ears. Even then you don't have to do the surgery. You could just be one if you think you're one. Yeah. You sit there. We could... We could like I could just meow. And you're fucking serious about no, this. No, that is. I'm not a man. <laughs> oh my god, this that world's is. coming to an end. Oh no, I thought fun. this world's. Can we, up. Elon? Can we evolve? Yeah, it's time, yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, you gotta look at this. Can you? Uh... Well, he's looking for that. You know, because this will lead into this. Yeah. You know, you're always telling me like the kids that are your age. You know, when you try to hang out with them, it's just I can't do it. I can't do it. What What are like the the, the three biggest things that irk you nowadays? I think you found it. Immaturity, number one. Wow, he's looking. Immaturity. Yeah. <clears throat> no life goals. What's that? No, no direction. No direction. No direction in life. And I would say the third one is, um, I gotta think of a third one. Just like, just plain old annoying. You know, it's just like, kids are from like, you know, my hometown say, you know, I see them out or whatever. What do they do seven days a week? They go to school, they drink. They go to school, they drink. They go to school, they drink. They smoke. They do drugs. Where is that getting you in life? You're an adult. Listen, in my opinion, disagree, agree, whatever. After high school, you're an adult. You should be acting like an adult in some way. You want to have your fun? Be my guest. Have your fun. I've had my fun. I'm not saying I've never had fun in life. But you got to understand what's right from wrong. And I feel like more and more people have no direction. You ask some, you ask some kid my age, what do you want to do for a living? Well, I don't know. What are you studying? General studies. Okay, so you have no direction in life to what you want to do. So you're going to graduate college and do what? I don't know. That That's what I saw with you was that you have direction. I got my head on a Like a, if baseball dirty. doesn't work out, you'll go into some type of law enforcement. The These correct. guys are just going out and living the college life. But correct. when that ends, then what? Especially now. No, exactly. You know, um, I want to know how people are going to afford a car when the car is now a Fucking fifty thousand dollars for a mediocre car. Wait till gas is down. Yeah, you're paying five dollars a gallon for gas. How do you how are you gonna do that? You know, um, and then you know another thing is like you know when you, when you go out with people, 
You go out with them to have a good time, right? These kids love going to these places where you can't even stand because it's crowded with people. I want to know how that's a good time. Why? Because you get absolutely hammered and you're high on every fucking drug under the sun that you're having a good time because you're bopping your head to the music. I'd rather sit down in, you know, say a populated area or whatever. You have a couple of drinks. You don't have to get blasted. Maybe you want to get buzzed that night. Okay, fine. And have a good time with your friends. You know, they want to go to these places where you can't even hear yourself think, let alone talk to the person next to you. Well, it's good that you caught on to that because I I didn't catch on to it. (laughs) (laughs) I caught on to it pretty quick. Um, And I just can't, I can't, uh, I can't do it. And you know what? And that's another thing, actually. I'll put that as my third. Respect. Yeah. No one has respect now. And people don't understand the respect aspect when it comes to elders. They don't respect the uh, respect. um, They don't respect people, you know, even my age. You know, you'll get a kid who will run his mouth and he thinks that there's no repercussions. Now, I'm not saying that there will be a repercussion because of the way things are today with technology and the phones. You know, sometimes you got to bite your tongue and just say, okay, you know, I'm not going to do that because, you know, it's going to result in something, a consequence. But think about it. 30, 40 years ago, if some kid at a bar or something, a bar, you know, say wherever in public, just decide he, for no reason, you know, maybe you bumped into him, you, you know, you spilled a little bit of your drink or whatever, or you had a problem with someone prior for some stupid reason. They just think it's okay. I'm going to run my mouth. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Or you get the guys on Twitter that run their mouths. 24, like 30, 40 years ago. It was handled a lot. It was, it was, it was, you're going to get a beat. You're going to get a beaten, you know? Nowadays. But there's no, like, that's just, and that's just a respect. That's just a respect thing. If I don't like you, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I'm going to run my mouth. I'm going to run my mouth. Just turn the other way and don't have an inter- interaction well that's why the that's why you're seeing what you're seeing there, but there's no the fear and there's no respect that's the and problem. when you have no fear and no respect forget it but no, you have this thing. you have yes. you have a woman who identifies as a cat says that expressing her feline identity has brought her closer to her partner and has finally enabled her to become her true self Model Cat 31 has been into kitten role play her entire adult life and introduced what is known as pet play to her partner, whoever that is, wow. 52. I, look, 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 look. See, it's got the fucking, it's got the tail on. See, it's got the tail with the ears. That's what's walking around in high school. Think about that. Your kid's going to school fuck? with people that dress like this. Look, but an, I, also, an but aerospace also, engineer. What's that? But I also believe, like, you can... Like put this on your like license or something. Like, oh come on, really? Yeah, well, not probably not in Florida. <laughs> it says an, an aerospace engineer has been nothing but supportive of Cat's unusual identity since meeting at Comic Con eight months ago. Cat from Colorado, USA, opened up, opened up to Rob about her life as a cat <laughs> at the very beginning of the relationship, and Rob had. Are we talking about you, Rob? Not that we me. don't know. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> and, and, and Rob and Rob in the back here Maybe has not know. only been supportive of her lifestyle, but found cats adopted feline mannerisms cute. So you find it cute, Rob? Only during Halloween. Only so now let me ask you a question. Maybe at night with the lights oh, on. Let me ask you I something. <laughs> if you're into some freaky shit. So someone like this, someone like this, someone like this needs to seek mental health. Yeah. You know, that's not, that's, uh, that's, I don't care whether you say you're different, 
You're not normal. For attention. That's 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 something wrong. It's an attention grabber. Really yeah, attention. that that's just that's just I don't know what that. She is. could try to be like the the girl that farts in the jar. Cat, who is also who also works at G Cat Girl Manor, a residence in Colorado Springs that holds pet play and BDSM events, <laughs> says that being a cat is more than just dressing up. Yeah, something wrong. If you'd hey, like what? to read more, just go to the dash sun. Dot com and you'll find it. It's a way, yeah, it's yeah. a way of life, baby. Be a cat. Yeah. People who have no I, obligations, I, I guess they just I, don't want to do I have anything a question else. when it comes to that. So if if hypothetically, serious question. If you let's just say today, Ben, you go, we leave here, you go to Wendy's, wherever, any fast food place, you have, okay. to, go, you have to go to the bathroom. You have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And you say, you know what? I'm just gonna walk into the women's bathroom. So the next thing that's going to happen when you walk in the women's bathroom, ladies are going to either be like, what the fuck? Wrong bathroom. Get out of here. Like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm going to the bathroom. Of course. So they're going to tell management, made the cops get called. Let's just say you get, get arrested for being a pervert. You walked into a woman's bathroom. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But what if you say you identify as a woman? What? That, that's the problem. And that's going to start happening, I think. I really Yeah, no, that. I agree. You're going to see right. men walking into women's bathrooms and women maybe walking into men's bathrooms and the way everything's going where you could physically identify as what you want how do you say i don't have identify as a woman then that i'm right yeah no i agree i've said that. <laughs> listen it's crazy I've said to that say that but one. seriously it's the truth i mean listen i could you could walk in the woman's bathroom right now i identify as a woman no you don't well, who are you to tell me i don't yeah you know, so, it's like right now you could do that yeah really how the hell is someone gonna say Right now you can? Hypothetically. Hypothetically I'm speaking, saying you're probably going to get arrested, but then I bet you get a good lawyer. You probably beat it. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. yeah. That's an issue. Now, have you seen, we got to be careful with this one here, <laughs> in high, in college, have you seen any uh, gender thing, gender issues getting into sports in your college, where you're going to college? No. No, you haven't? No. No, no, no. But here's the thing. The, that, yeah, you got to draw a line somewhere with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm can. not, I'm not, listen. You're going to tell me. <laughs> Be careful. If I wanted to go play women's softball and I put a wig on and said, all right, I'm here to play softball. You're going to kill them all. Come on. Yeah. Is that well, even a question? I know. You know? No, I, it, I, I think any anybody with. But there's there's plenty of women who agree and say oh, yeah. that that's not, that's not right. As a matter of fact, Caitlyn Jenner yeah, agrees. And Caitlyn yeah. Jenner is now uh, Spock's spokesperson. Yeah, well, Regardless of what. It, it Caitlin knows. did. It uh, knows. But I respect that that Caitlin is coming out and saying, "Hey, because this is a fucking 100%. monster fucking athlete." One hundred percent. And I respect Caitlin uh-huh. for coming out and saying, "Hey, look, th- there's got to be a line, a line somewhere." Did, didn't you, Rob? I mean, yeah. And though, and people will listen to somebody like that, of course. You know what I mean? Of because course. that that's a very high profile person, so yeah. on and so forth. And. If they want to do that, fine. Just yeah. like it, yeah. Caitlyn is massive celebrity, but right, but but you don't see don't Caitlyn push pushing agenda. it on anybody. Don't push the agenda on. So don't. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, yeah. and I don't know if the mom fucked him up, and that's and he just yeah, had hope, enough of that crazy shit knows, at that house. Who, who the knows. fuck? No, I'm Honestly. sure he was going fucking but here's the thing. in that place. If you want to, if you want you you want to do what you want to do, you want to identify whatever you want to identify as. Be my guest. Be my guest. Sure. Don't bring it upon me, and don't push the agenda on others. I think Caitlyn is the perfect example. You couldn't be more high profile, and yeah. does not go around pushing it. No, does no, not no. go around nothing. And now that there's is going too far, she's come out. 
Yeah. And, and she said, look, this, this is crazy. Mine's, mine's, mine's business. Yeah, str- I'm straight. I'm straight with that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially defending guys like you who are in college. Yeah, of course. Killing themselves playing baseball. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't, I guess, in this situation, it wouldn't really fuck you. Like but if you saw a woman, like, you know. Killing themselves to get to college, get a full scholarship. And now and the then, second year in college, they're breaking records. Yeah. And this person comes along and just, bla- you know. But now, makes them look- how far does it go? Because now, look. You don't get paid in, in reality. You don't get paid as a college athlete. You may get scholarship money, but now how far does it go? There's professional women sports that get paid. So now you identify as a woman. You're gonna get paid to be what? The Hall of Fame women's basketball player because you identify as a woman. Well, the thing is, right? You know, women, rightfully so, they fought so hard to have like their own sport. You yeah. Know, like WNBA. Yeah, yeah. You know, softball, whatever else. And they got it. And now you implement this. What the fuck is the point now? There's no point. You know what it's I mean? It's still co ed. That's what I, I never. I never. It's just crazy. It's, it's crazy. A, <laughs> From all your years with the sports and camera guy, how far do you think this goes? Do you think this goes to the point where some of this situation becomes that some of these people get like into the draft to go pro at some point? In, maybe, maybe. in our generation, not a line. Uh, I don't have the answer. I mean, I mean, like, what dad, do you think? My dad used to always say, you know, you you get what is it? Give an inch, you take a foot. Yeah. But once you give an inch yeah. and the foot's taken, it's hard to go back. <laughs> it's hard to go back, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With anything, once you give the inch and the foot's taken, it's hard to take that foot back. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So because now you started it, and now if you're the guy who comes in and you pull it back. And you say, hey, look, this isn't fair. From the people that are already in it, now you're they're going to get a fucking just, shit. But now you're a hypocrite for it, you know? I just think it should be level-minded. Every level-minded person can sit here and agree that, again, we're saying we don't say if you want to be a woman, be a woman. Yeah. Be a man. Be the lady who wants to be a cat. I, I'm for it. Whatever. Yeah. You, Whatever makes you, you happy. I don't care. But when you're competing in a sport that you said women fought for, you know, our structures, the way you were born, whether you call it a male or a female, let's just take those terms out of there. Let's just say male and female were just made up words, but we've come accustomed to them all these years that a male has a has a penis that we named it and a female. Fine, whatever. But a male or whatever you want to call that being formed has bigger uh, skeletal muscle stronger yeah. all that type of stuff right. right are there females that would kick my ass in some without a doubt anybody right. but to put a man that is not excelling against other men of his size or his stature and then take him and put him there and now he's winning and can't well winning yeah and winning like, I mean, like we, the, can all, we can all agree that yeah that's I'm the, I don't, that's that's, I don't the support line. the person of being whatever they want to be. Of course. But when it comes to that, I think that's that's the wrong part. Yeah, well, that like the, the swimmer girl that came out, I think yeah. she got third place. She was saying that her and the other girl I trained for a gazillion years. Well, And then, and and then, then the, all, the person that was in the other league was like last. It went on. And then, <laughs> and then they went over and just manhandled everybody. Yeah, well, then that the, the he, she, whatever, I don't know, whatever it is, um, she, when another round or something got, sm- I think came like third, and an actual an actual woman beat her. Like which ima- is pretty imagine, imagine like years ago if Mike Tyson like went into women's boxing, there'd be <laughs> dead bodies all over the place. I, I, I'll tell you, hey, look, <laughs> if you want this to end, 
Let him fight Mike Tyson. Well, Even at 56, yeah, let him fight him. Yeah, okay. uh, I think they'll start thinking twice about if they want to go into uh, that, that that field. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Pull up some of his pictures to show to show how how he's uh, accelerating. Ah, uh, it's in the slides. Uh oh. How sore are you after you, you pitch? Sore? Yeah, like I don't ha- get sore. You don't get sore. No, not really. No. All right, let's hit one of these. I'll tell you exactly what pitches these are. That was. A ch- I'm pretty sure that. Oh, the change up our fast. You got sound on there? You got the remote back there? Ain't that. What is that, Ben? See, I think that was a change-up. Okay. Because the way, you know, that's where I located it. That's a righty. And usually, you know, with a change-up, you're going to locate low and inside on a righty. Like right. See how it drops? Yep. Right. Uh, yeah, it dropped it. Dropped it. Yeah, it dropped it. You can't tell. You know, it's the the rotation of the ball and the angle. You can't really I set, saw you it know. There. Yeah, I saw yeah. it there. And then what's this one? This should be a fastball. So Ben's at the mound, if you're listening. That is definitely yeah, a fastball. <laughs> how fast was that? Uh, I don't know. Probably Roughly. low that, 90s. That was moving. Yeah, it was yeah. probably low 90s. Oof. Yeah, you fucked him up. We got one more. Yep. Yeah, this is a, this is a slider. You this see this, slider? You'll see this one move. Oh, yeah. It came all the way back over this one. Wow. Now, how do you hold the ball? How do you hold the ball? Like I should have brought a ball in to. Uh, yeah, like you. how do you hold it? Okay, so a baseball, the seams are set up like a horseshoe. You can take my little white guy and hold well, the ball. Well, I can't show you because there's no oh. seams. Oh, you need the fucking seams. So basically, if I'm holding a four seam fastball, you're holding the ball. You're holding your two fingers. I'm going to show you across the seams like this, right? Now, when you rotate the ball and you're going parallel with the horseshoe, right? You take your two fingers, you put them close together, you bring it to the bottom in a horseshoe. And what you do is, when you're throwing it, you almost, you rotate your wrist. Like so snap you, it. Correct. You you snap it to create rotational spin on the ball. So with all that energy that your arm is producing, you're creating a spin. And the spin, it's called RPM rates. The higher your RPM rates, the more the, more, the ball is going to move. So you snap it, and then the ball will rotate. And it'll go towards. It will go in towards a left hander, and away towards a right hander. Fuck a, a lot a of like up, a lot of like mathematical science to it. The biomechanics. Biomechanics. Of that's what so, I was trying to. <laughs> so with a change up, you could hold a change up like in a circle like this. This is how you hold a change up, and then the change up grip, you rotate off these two fingers and you pronate. So when you pronate, the ball creates a spin that's going inwards to a right hander batter. So it's supposed to die in. So, yeah. Wow. And how are you not getting sore throwing 90 miles an hour? Some people get sore. Some don't. I mean, I have days where I will be sore the next day. But from the intense weightlifting and keeping up with my health and everything else, I prevent the soreness in every way, you know, every way possible. Um, you know, like I said, there's some days that you'll be more sore than others. And there's some di- like there's sometimes you just won't be sore at all. It all depends on the type of day. And you also train a lot. I train. I'm in a gym six days a week. But you have to have one day a rest day. Yeah. Um. And you know, there's so many new ways of training with baseball. So many people tell me I train wrong. I don't care what people say. I got to where I am today, and I will always train this way. I train like a bodybuilder. You know. Um. I'm, I want to gain weight. And when you gain muscle mass, you gain velocity on your fastball. You're preventing injury. 
Um, I don't train like a power lifter because a power lifter, they're doing one movement. You know, a bodybuilder is moving heavy movement at a certain amount of reps, you know. So you want to work fast. You want to you wanna strengthen your fast twitch muscle fibers to move in fast successive movements. So that's really where I target my training. And the way you train would be different from everybody else because you have that tall lanky build you know you gotta eat a lot to get big that's what i explain to a lot of people is you know not everybody has your metabolism and everything no and you know what the reality of it is is everyone will i will i ever be able to bench 405 pounds probably not because nor does it matter look how uh, just hypothetically speaking i mean i see people who are 510 511 they could bench more than me and then guys who are 5758 could bench more than them because what because their arms only have to go a certain amount you know the the energy coming down and up for me is very difficult compared to someone who's 5'8 and has arms twice as but, less. Batista twice. never went more than two plates. Well, and here's the thing. You the Yankees. Look, but never yeah, more than two. You don't have to. But I'm just saying, hypothetically yeah. speaking, you and the, the biggest person in baseball, like, you know, brolic-wise, is his name is on uh, Ch- Arnolis Chapman. Yeah, it is. And from the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was. He, or still. he was recorded as the fastest pitch ever in baseball at 105 point something miles an hour. And he's built like a bodybuilder. His shoulders are huge. His chest is huge. His legs are big. Guess why? Because he trains like a bodybuilder, but he does cardio. He boxes. You see him, you know, doing his boxing, whatever. But I, I just believe in old school ways of training. I, I'm old school in every aspect of life. And it worked for you. So why the fuck are you going to listen to somebody else? Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. I train six days a week, push, pull legs as a split. So I do chest, shoulders and triceps one day uh, back and biceps the next day and then legs then take a rest day and then repeat that cycle so you're hitting every body part twice a week but you got to fulfill your your training with eating um you grow from eating and resting you know Mm -hmm. everyone there's not too many people who are lucky um to have learned you know i have a lot of friends that are pro bodybuilders my father um is into training he's trained for god i know it's probably 40 40 (laughs) 40 years still fuck your ass up Yeah, yeah yeah he's He's big. So uh, I'm definitely very grateful to have been brought up around that. But there's guys who I see training with baseball today, and I'm just like, they say, oh, yeah, let's do these landmine. Pre-. They're swinging weights around. Weights were not invented to be swung around. Weights were being, they were meant to be lifted and put back down. And swinging them around as a pitcher, aren't you just asking for uh, Injury. Tommy John surgery to come point. like to That's arm? my point, is don't reinvent the wheel. Don't yeah. fix something that's not broken. That's what people are trying to do, this new school way of training. It's not right. Listen, knock on wood, I've had one arm injury growing up, and it was very minor. You see all these kids have Tommy John. You pull my Listen, I'll pull my sleeve up right now. There's no scar here. I don't, I've never had Tommy John knock on wood again. But why? Because I've taken care of my body... For 15, 17, 18 years, I've been playing baseball, you know? Yeah. I think that's a, I, I just don't like to, I don't like when people reinvent the wheel and they try nah, to fix I something that's too. not broken. You don't fix something that's not Correct. broken. I read, I read an interesting article. It was talking about, like, so my kids play football. And um, I've done the workouts before, you know, the high-intensity interval training. Quick yeah. Boom, 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 boom workouts, which I like. But, you know, a lot of it's just a lot of this, like, jumping and landing and jumping and landing, like, the boxes and then, yeah. you know, the way they do this stuff. Like, crazy weird <laughs> stuff. Like, some stuff you're like, holy shit, how that guy even do that? You're, like, amazed by it, actually, too. This article was saying, like, everybody thinks this new way and the way they're doing, the way they're stretching, the way they're jumping, oh, it's helping the tendon because the tendon needs to, to, to whatever. They're, the actually, they're actually making it worse, and that's why you're seeing so many now uh, ACL tears. Yep. 
uh, Achilles ruptures. I don't know how many Achilles ruptures over the past five years. I'm like, that guy. And he's just doing a regular run, like mm -hmm. non-contact, boom, Achilles burst. You're like, how the fuck? Because they they're, they're trying to reinvent the wheel and it's not working. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, listen, you're going to tell me back in the 80s and 90s these guys were throwing weights around? No. No. They weren't doing that. They were lifting the way they're supposed to lift. You, When you lift weights, you who's the best at lifting weights? Bodybuilders. So you go based off of what they do. Now, you're not, you don't want to get big like a bodybuilder. You know, you're probably not going to anyway. But Well, they had is, to reinvent the wheels so that they could sell more machines. My point is, is you train the components of the body. Now... There's people who, you know, most athletes are like oh, emphasis on the legs. Don't train your chest. But here's the thing. Do you build a house with a foundation in the first floor and forget the second floor and go to the roof? Yeah. No. You build the foundation to the house. You build the basement if there's a basement, a first floor, a second floor, and a roof. So just like the body, you have your legs, you got your chest, your, you know, your, your rear delts, your shoulders, your traps. Everything has to be trained to keep in order that you want to be built even. Because when you don't build something evenly and you're overworking one thing more than the other, guess what? You're prone to injury. As a pitcher, because everybody sees the waist up, as a pitcher, how important is leg strength, endurance, incredibly, power? Incredibly, incredibly uh, uh, I bet important. that gets forgotten about a lot in your lane. Um, Not in college, eh, but no, getting to the point of Well, college. getting to the point of college is that, you know, I'll tell you why. It's because it's either an ego thing that you just want to look good in the upper body, or you can't withdraw. You can't withdraw the the intensity of training legs. Because I'll tell you what, legs suck until you get yeah. used to it. Legs are uh, until you enjoy training legs. It takes a while to enjoy it. You never. don't enjoy it. <laughs> never, never <laughs> yeah. for me. For me, never. I I didn't I didn't Hate for fif for fifteen years. I did. It's my most. It's my most. Uh, it's my most intense workout. I think it's my most fun workout because guess what. You're in the gym the longest, number one. Number two, you really got to put your body to the test. I still hate it. It's not fun for me, but I, I, when I started doing them five years ago, I could see a difference in lean because it shoots more testosterone throughout your body. Legs, you know when I mean? you train testosterone, your testosterone levels at their highest point. Yeah. Um, but then when and you, I did see it. I and, physically and, saw it. And when you start to see definition in your legs, it looks good. You know, you look at someone that's got like – you know, a bigger upper body and they got no lower body. It looks like shit. I'd rather have a bigger components of my legs and my core than I do an upper body because you look, you still look more filled out. You know, it's that's what people don't understand is just think, okay, I'm going to have stick legs and brolic upper body. It doesn't look right. Now, it, it made me more lean and it made me uh, more fuller. Fuller and lean. Correct. And it, and it made my abs better because if you're holding the weights like this Four. and you're squatting down, yep. you're pushing out like that, yeah. and what are you doing? Then you're bringing your abs back in. Yep. Like, like I don't do one crunch, but I got a 10-pack. Yeah. I can show you now. Like, <laughs> Fucking destroyed. I don't want to have to delete 500 more than <laughs> I already did. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no, that's uh, as athletes, you know, no matter what sport you play, your, your core and your legs are a great, you know, mass aspect of your uh, – of your sports and athletes. Um, but, you know, baseball has so many different components of movements and hitting and pitching and fielding that to me, it's like, you got to work everything. I don't care what you say. I don't care what, you know, I don't care what these trainers say, who these trainers tell me how my body works, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't tell me how to train. I know how to train. I got to my, got to this point by myself, you know, so I, I do what's best for myself. And that, if that's training like a bodybuilder, that's, that's to me training like a bodybuilder, and that's and it's also what I enjoy. You know, I don't enjoy doing these stupid workouts where I'm swinging weights because I know it's not it's not making me bigger. 
it's not making me stronger. It's just making me look like an idiot. You know, and, and probably way, making you poor pr- and probably more prone to correct injury. injury. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And you know, if you train the proper, if you train properly and you start filling out and you're seeing results, you'll see results on the field. There you go. Pull up uh, Ben's Instagram. And then uh, Ben uh, narrate some of your Instagram in case people are just listening. Okay, you got so. some pretty cool shit on there. Yeah, I got some cool stuff. You know, and people uh, I get DMs every day that I should model. <laughs> underscore Ben Sachs. Yeah. So uh, that first picture is that's me at my gym. It's in Boca Raton. It's called Redcon One. Um, it's how much do you weigh right there? Uh, about one ninety five, one ninety six. And what, how tall are you? Six four. Six four. Yeah. So I'm you know I'm lean. I'm still trying to gain weight. Um. You know, I, I could definitely seek my strong points in my body or definitely my, you know, I, my shoulders fill me out a little bit, plus my lats. Um, but I definitely want to build more in my body, uh, bigger legs, everything. You know, I just want to get bigger. Now, does the colitis put a hamper on you getting weight? 100%. Okay, it's, it puts me back two steps behind the normal person yeah. on top of this, the, the being tall aspect of it. It's very hard for a right. tall person to, you know, fill, fill the body, but right. you know, I don't use that as an excuse. No, no just cause I'm that tall I'm born. You got, you got to work hard. That's yeah. all that means. You're not using an excuse, you're, no. you're just, but you are, you're very tall, long, Correct. which you got, that's hard to build to begin with. Yeah. And then you got the colitis. I mean, you got <laughs> fucking double whammied with another whammy on top of a fucking double whammy. Yeah. That that's colitis right. shit. Yeah, that's right. And there's your boy right in the middle. Yeah, that's uh, that's Joe. Yeah, that's one of your boys. Yes, that's been my best friend since yeah. I've been. Uh, shout he's out like to my Joe. brother. He's been like uh, shout out to Joe. You'll be listening soon. But uh, yeah, no, he's been like my brother since we've been like really, really young. And he comes down here all the time. He works for my friend. We we do everything together. Yeah, He'll be down, he's coming down here on Friday. We're gonna Is spend the weekend together. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll always keep close people too. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, so. you pitching. That's your boy Joe again. Yeah, that's there's Joe. Um, and that's me pitching, and that's. Uh, the baseball picture, it's all the way to the left. Yeah, that's uh, that's John Rodriguez. He's my shortstop. In the middle there, it's, uh, that's Shoney. That's my coach. Mm. Um, but John, John's a great baseball player. Uh, John, when you're listening. Um, he have a shot? John has a great shot. He got drafted out of high school. He's, uh, he's originally from Massachusetts. Uh, moved down here in 11th grade to uh, – he lives with his sister. And he attended uh, Stoneman Douglas High School over in Parkland, and he got drafted by the, I want to say, Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, he's in the MLB already? No, no, he's on the MLB. He, he turned down the draft, but he got drafted out of high school, and uh, he's 21 now, turned 22, and, uh, yeah, he's looking to uh, another opportunity to get drafted. Why did he turn down the draft? He wants more money. Oh. Yeah, he wanted to get more money going on a high how does, how does that work? I always see that. Like, you so get, explain that. I, you I can get drafted once you're 18 years old, but you'll, majority of the times, <sighs> Scouts look at you as an undeveloped player. If they seek potential in you, they'll draft you for a good amount of money because they want they want to take you under their wing to develop you as a major league baseball player. So you get drafted out of high school, or you have to wait till your junior year of college to get drafted. So you know most likely twenty one when you're a junior in high, uh, college. So you usually wait till you're twenty one to get drafted. But sometimes you won't get as much money. But if you get better and you develop the way you're supposed to develop, you'll get more money. But it's not like football where they draft you and you go. Like you can say, you could you could defer it and then say, okay, I'm, I want to take the risk, go to college, get my education. And then is it a redraft or are you still owned by that team? No, because you never sign anything. No, you never sign anything. You defer it. Yeah. You defer it. You can get drafted twice in one in one draft because you could defer one and get drafted by another. But you're taking a big risk though, too, right? You're taking a huge risk. Yeah. But now let's not not him because that's your boy. Yeah. On, on average. What somebody offered when they're drafted, like he is. Well, not, not what they offered him. Well, see, just there's, there's, there's forty. 
Originally, it was 40 rounds on Major League Baseball draft. That's how oh, no. it's always been. Oh, no. I used to watch it and want to fucking blow my brains out. So there's 40 rounds, but now now they cut it down to 20 <laughs> because of COVID. So that makes it, that's, that makes it that more difficult. And they made some some draft league, and then they have the draft showcase where they, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just that much, you know, it's all a bunch of BS. Yeah, more shit to bet on. Yeah, so now it's 20, 20 rounds. So say, you know, you get drafted for $100,000 in the last, last pick, last round. Right. Is, it, is that what, like, somebody in his position would be offered? Uh, Not what he got offered, just somebody in his position no. average I would mean, get offered. A, no, no, you could go up to, like, a couple – you could probably get offered, like, the top one draft, the draft prospects in the country get over a million. You, it ranges from a million to, like, 100,000, 150,000. No. If not even lower, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, like, not him. Somebody else that was as good as him at the level he's at, just on average, what do you? What would they offer? 700 grand. Seven hundred grand. I want to. I want to turn that shit down. Too too much risk of fucking injury. But that's that's my opinion. Yeah. But I respect whatever. Seven hundred. I'd say I'd say five to seven hundred grand. Yeah, I'm not turning that down. Yeah. I'm taking that. If it doesn't work out, I'm reinvesting in the but business. Correct. But if you're a late round, late late round pick, you might be like, eh. Yeah, you're going for one hundred fifty thousand, hundred thousand. So you know, you might then you might turn it down. And work and go to college and see what you can do there. And then what would you do if they offered you three hundred? Would 300? you take it? Take it. Take it. Take and it. If it fucks up. See how I do. Reinvest it. See how I do. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I take the money and run. I would take the one fifty. So yeah, I would. Yeah, might as well. One hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's not like you can't go back to school. You can't go back to base to baseball if, if something goes wrong. Listen, one hundred fifty thousand dollars paying for school. You know? right. yeah. It's paying for school. <laughs> if, you, if you don't buy a Ferrari before. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, one hundred fifty thousand dollars not buying a Ferrari, but. Yeah, but I mean, five hundred grand you might. But if you have a brain and you get. 150k, You'll right? And you put 50 aside or 75 aside. If this doesn't work, now you got 75k to invest in something or and whatever. Guess what? it be. And guess what? It also opens a bunch of doors to a bunch hey, of different things. Yeah. Imagine you, then your title you're going to get. Your now. title is a professional baseball player. Yeah, what, you know. What do you think about college athletes being paid right now? That's always the one. That's a tough one. Yeah, they're not being. Pa- I mean, yeah, paid in a way by sponsorships. But here's the thing. Someone like me, I can get a low ball sponsorship. You guys got you got guys that go to Arizona State, Florida State, University of Florida. Those guys are getting paid big money because look who they, look who they're on the team with. They're Florida State while you know? they're in college. They're getting sponsorships. Yeah, yeah allowed to? Well, it's 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 a sponsorship that pays you. I, I thought they offer. weren't allowed to do that. I had an offer with one uh, through this ape, uh, through this app called DateFit. It's like um. Like a dating app for like <laughs> fit, like fit people, like gym dates. <laughs> so they like they like DM me on Instagram and uh, ask me to do it. You're gonna be hitting all fucking girls with uh, bi- bigger than you with biceps. <laughs> with bi- they're gonna be squatting with you, teaching you how to fucking. Yeah, squat. right. That's yeah, the funny. Guy, the guy from Alabama's like got two million dollars worth already of. Yeah, like the that, sponsorships. That, that used to be illegal, though, right? Yes, correct. But they're doing it under the table. They're, they're doing it in high school too. Oh, I see. They're doing it. They were doing. They no, no, no. They were, we're doing, doing it on the table. table. They do it in high now school now too, though. Brought it out to the thing. correct. New York State passed a law. I don't know about any other states, but I know New York State. Can't wait to hear this one. Passed a law. What they pass? That high school football players can be paid. <laughs> so, so they pay the football players, but not the fucking cops. Yeah. That state is high school, fucking mess. High school football players. So you're paying high school football players, but not the cops that p- protect the fucking state. Yeah. Great place to live. The people great who, play, the people great who people ensure your safety to yeah. be at the high school football field. You think Biden's bad? <laughs> that place is bad. That, cop, that yeah. cop's going, God damn, that kid makes more money than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. I'm not doing shit. They want to blow something up. They want to steal. Fuck it. I'm having, yeah. I'm, I'm going to dinner. 
Yeah, so that like I said, that was that's John. He's a great kid. I love you know. Cool. I really like John. Cool. I think he's got uh, one or two. Go down. Uh the one with the hat. Or there, we'll let him get some pussy. Go ahead. Show, <laughs> show his pussy picture. All right, slide it, slide it, Rob, so he gets. Uh, maybe he'll get two. Oh wait, wait, oh, yeah, oh. That, that's the best one. That's the, all right. That's the hidden one. That's that's my favorite shirt. Go back to. I the, love that go, shirt. go back to the one to get him laid. All right. If you're listening, tune in to the end of this, and you get to see Ben and. I don't know. Maybe you can find him somewhere and, and you find, contact me, find him. me on Instagram. Slide <laughs> he, in the DMs. He's somewhere. not married yet. No <laughs> kids. No, uh, no, single man. I'll tell you something funny. You want to hear? You want to hear something funny? So, I'm, yeah. we're after the baseball game two weeks ago. We were playing at home in Palm Beach, and we're you know we're wrapping up. We're putting the tops on the field, and we're you know we're doing something. We're raking them out. This group of girls from the college they came on the field, and they come up to me and they go, "Oh, you know." My friend thinks you're cute. You know, you think you could give her an Instagram? I said, oh, I was joking. I was like, sorry, I'm, I'm married, though. She looked at me. She's like, I had 20 heads. I say that all the time. I just think it's fucking hilarious. Because they're like, you're like, how old are you? I'm like, 21. They're like, you're married? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm married. Yeah, they look at me like I got 20 heads. It's just a nice, polite way of saying, please, you know, leave me alone. Sometimes that backfires, though. Yeah. It's all right. And they, they like it. Cause they're like, oh wow, he's responsible. Oh, oh yeah, no, I know, <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like challenge. Yeah, but I was like, I was they like, want what they can't have. I was like, know? this girl really had the the like the balls to like just walk out on a baseball like a college baseball field. Like, put, it, dude, take it, put it in your pocket, and be like, I'm the fucking shit, and apply it to baseball, yeah, and throw a harder pitch. Yeah, then you get then you get one that you don't have to lie to. I mean, think, <laughs> think about think throw about, better pitches than you don't have to lie to them. You're at a college. You're at a college. You could say, "Sure, be at my house at 6. You're at a college football game, right? Or yeah, say a college football game. The cheerleaders. You know, you see one of them that you think is pretty. Would you go out on a football field in front of a bunch of people and go, "Oh, I think you're pretty." Are you late to the party? <laughs> are, are you like late? <laughs> Every woman is fucking nuts. They're all nuts. I say this all the time. So when you nuts. have a girlfriend one day, she's going to be fucking nuts. They're all nuts. Get used to it. You're going to have a girlfriend. No, no, no. Every single one of them is nuts. There is not There's one. no not nuts woman. So, They're all nuts. So do, would I go out on a field? Hell no. Besides my mother and my grandmother, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> but they're nuts too. They're nuts. My mom's At dead. Times. She's a fucking nutcase. <laughs> my grandma, dead. A real nutcase. Listen, case. I've had my mother throw remotes at me. I've <laughs> had my mother throw stuff at me, but I love her to death, and she's the best mother in the world. Me too. I love my mom, miss her to death, but I got everything in that house thrown at me. And then when my grandma was around, everything from her that she could get her four foot six hands on. And then, and then guess what? They're both, they're all the know it alls. They know everything. Of course. Because they're, they're the moms. Both. They listen. You can't fucking you, argue with them. No, you can't argue with them. <laughs> you can't argue. It's no. The grudges argue. for 10 years. There, there, <laughs> there, there's a statutory limit and they fill out the whole fucking 10 years on a grudge. <laughs> My mom's smart, though. She is smart. I give her that. But, uh, man, thank you for coming in and, yeah, and opening up about, you know, the colitis and of stuff. Course. Because, you know, somebody might hear that that has that, just like you. Yeah. And, you know, just fight through it. That, that's the advice, And right? I'll definitely say, you know, if anyone's watching this video and ever needs advice, you know, you saw my Instagram, you could definitely reach out to me and I'll definitely be willing to help anyone who's having an issue with their stomach or any kind of issue that, you know, is an athlete. Whatever, you know, whatever issue it may be, you know, you feel free to reach out to me. I'll definitely get back to you. Yeah, because you might save somebody from going through all the bullshit that you had to and just and get I would to love the to. point. You know, like I said, I love helping people. So if you feel the need, you, you need to reach out. My door's always open. Good head on your shoulders, man. Thank you I for your time. That. And thank, thank you, you for all the help that you give me off 
this camera. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> my boy, here. man. I appreciate always being here as always. All right, man. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Bing.